The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The results are in. A survey of Inc. 5000 companies shows the top barriers to growth. It's taking finance too long to close the books. So slow to launch new products. We need to hire good people and keep them. Too many disconnected systems. I can't see what's happening in my business. Sounds like they've outgrown their business and financial management systems. QuickBooks and spreadsheets work fine at the start, but now it takes twice the effort to get things done, and you can't get accurate answers. You should know the number one system for growing companies, NetSuite from Oracle. NetSuite is the one system that tracks and manages revenue, cash flow, HR, inventory, projects, even e-commerce for every industry. Now you can run your business from a dashboard on your phone. That's why thousands of companies use NetSuite. It's the only system you need to run your business. Go to NetSuite.com fast to get your free guide called Crushing the Five Barriers to Growth. That's NetSuite.com fast.
He's back. The much-anticipated schmooze fest for the Raiders. John Gruden is in the NFL again, and he is in peak form. His BS game is as good as it gets. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. There's several angles, uh, several ways we can can go around and, and things to talk about. But the one that that resonates with me at this particular moment, because I spent about 45 minutes watching on the replay on YouTube so I could go back and watch stuff again, the Raider news conference with much pomp and circumstance. Uh, John Gruden was reintroduced as the coach of the Raiders. He's like, we've had, I believe, I forget the name of the president. We had one president that, there's only been one in the history of the country that was elected president, did not get reelected, and then eventually later on became president again. That's like John Gruden, right? John Gruden left and then he came back and now he's he's there again. He said he, he said he never wanted to leave, never wanted to leave. Excited to be back and all. He was selling. He was laying it on thick, John Gruden. I never wanted to leave the Raiders. I never thought I'd be back. But here I am, and I'm ready to get to work. Yeah. Oh, good. Get to work. Uh, your next game is in about eight months, so uh, work uh, your ass off there. You got a lot of time. You got a lot of time. Uh, he said there were four major reasons he came back to coaching. There's really uh, four major yeah. reasons what that I uh, am here coaching today. All right. Number one, I love yeah. football. Really? I love the players that play it. Yeah. I love the preparation. I yeah. love the journey. I like love football. But and I love Hooters. the city of yeah. Oakland. I had a son here. Yeah. Some of my great memories They're in leaving. life are in Oakland. And I want to give them two of the best years of football yeah. that I can possibly help deliver. Only two? And I love the Raiders. Really? The brand is global. Yeah. Everywhere I went as a Monday Night Football analyst, the Raider Nation would come out of the ground. I love the Raiders. It's not and good. most of all, I love to win. And I'm going to do everything I can. No guarantees, no promises, but I want to win. All right. So he, uh, we, we learned he liked football. Shocking a football coach likes football. He loves Oakland, but only for two years. After two years, he no longer loves Oakland. Then he loves Las Vegas. And he'll talk about how he had many great trips to Vegas when he was younger, and he loves gambling and booze and hookers and drugs and he can't wait to get to Vegas. He loves the seedy underbelly of Vegas. He likes when you go like a couple of blocks off the strip and it's Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what he likes. That's the part of Vegas that John Gruden likes. And uh, and the, the Raider thing, you know, come on. It, you, know, you, you can say the, the global brand and all that. The Raiders have not been great for many years. Uh, loves to win. Who doesn't love to win? But then he wouldn't guarantee anything. You get, you get $100 million bucks. You got to guarantee something. You got to guarantee something. Uh, no promises. He wouldn't make any promises. He did say, though, uh, John Gruden, that uh, much like a good gambler, this is like a Vegas term here, when you when you look at what John Gruden is committed to, what he's what he's looking to do here. What, what are you looking to do here, John Gruden? I feel this is the thing to do. This is what I want to oh. do. Oh, okay. This is the organization that yeah. I want to be a part of. Good. And I'm all in. All I only in. live all one right. time. This is something that hey. I feel wow. deeply, strongly about. And um, I'm going to do everything I can to put the Raiders back on track. Yeah. We go all in every day on this show unless we don't have to do it because of time restraints. But we typically go all in. So I went in all in on the Portland Trailblazers. Thank you very much. Uh, they were underdogs on the road. They won uh, straight up. So Thank you for that. You can 
send me a little taste of that money you won on that pick. Thank you for that. Jerk yourself away. That's right. uh, so uh, we'll, we'll get into all this. Now, John Gruden uh, formally announced his offensive coordinator, his defensive coordinator, special teams coordinator, all that. I'm very excited about it. Greg Olson's going to run the offense. That's a very creative hire, unless it's not. Of course, we know Gruden's going to run the offense. Paul Gunther is the defensive coordinator, the former Bengal assistant coach. But the question is this. What was the big takeaway? Now, I'm going to assume you have a job. I'm going to assume that you don't have an extra hour to either listen or watch the John Gruden news conference. I'm also going to make an, a leap that you're not a Raider fan. Now, I know we have a lot of Raider fans that listen to the show, and we thank you for that. But I would also believe that the majority of people are not Raider fans that listen to the show. So my big takeaway from John Gruden's news conference, i got a couple of thoughts here. I've got Revival motivational speaker, and Pinocchio at the same time. And I'll tie all these things together. Number one, this was a spectacle. It was like a high school pep rally combined with a religious revival is what it was. That was the way I would describe it. You had the sizzle reel of John Gruden highlights with news reports of whether John Gruden was going to come back or not. That started out. Uh, You had Mark Davis who wore a tie, uh, did not appear to have any spaghetti stains on his uh, jacket or his tie. I mean, was he dressed up? Last time he got that dressed up was what? Uh, I don't know, a bar mitzvah or something like that back in the day? Maybe. Is he married? I don't know if he's – is Mark Davis married? I don't think he is. Uh, but anyway, he, he was all dressed to the nines. He was ready to go. You had that, and uh, John Gruden won the day. I am willing to admit that John Gruden won the day. And much like I suspected, if you did watch this, if you're in the tank for the Raiders already, by the time that was done, you wanted to run through a brick wall. You were ready to do that. You were ready. He's like a motivational speaker, right? And Tony Robbins-like, I would say. You know, unleash the power within. I was waiting for John Gruden to say that. I am convinced if you had had a big, uh, big bucket of hot coals that Mark Davis, at least, I don't know about the, the, the other people, I don't know about Reggie McKenzie, but Mark Davis would have walked on fire over hot coals there uh, had John Gruden said, we should do that. Yeah, y- you had the, the pomp, the circumstance, all that, and he certainly won the day, as I said. But is he actually going to win when he becomes the coach of the Raiders? Now, the second point here, John Gruden said he and Reggie McKenzie, the executive, the one that's supposed to pick the players, are going to work together to improve the roster, that it'll be a collaborative effort to add players to the Raiders. Now, do you believe John Gruden? Uh, There is no real collaborative effort. And the reason I say that is ultimately someone has to make the final decision. If John Gruden wants player X and Reggie McKenzie doesn't want player X and they're going back and forth on this, ultimately one of them is going to win that ultimate person will be John Gruden. And I've got a hundred million reasons why. Uh, and just don't ask him about it. Don't ask him about the contract. John Gruden turned into Pinocchio when he was asked about his record setting contract. He said, This is great. You, you got a you, you know, plausible deniability. He says he isn't really sure what the terms of the contract are when asked point blank whether he was getting the money. And just, just, so you know I'm not lying here, and I'm not making this up for you. 
Uh, it sounds like something a gas bag would say on the radio. Here's John Gruden, that exchange with the reporter when he was asked about his contract. I don't really know the terms. All I know is this year I'm going to be coaching in Oakland, and next year I'm going to be coaching in Oakland, and I want to help deliver the best football team we can for the people here in Oakland. And uh, how long I stay here will be determined by how well we play. Yeah, You know what that is? The word for that is deflection is what that is. That was a classic. That was a Belichickian deflection by John Gruden. Uh, his nose was growing. He uh, he became Pinocchio right there in front of your eyes. Now, uh, Gruden went from the highest-paid NFL broadcaster, at least at ESPN. Uh, I think he was the highest-paid on-air talent at the entire network. I don't think anybody at the four-letter made more money than John Gruden. So he knew how to kiss the right tuchus in Bristol, Connecticut. So Gruden was the highest-paid guy there, and now he's going to get more guaranteed money than any active NFL player. But wait, there's more. In corporate America, I saw this on Bloomberg, John Gruden, the $10 million that he is going to make. Now, that's a lot of money, and he's the highest-paid NFL guy. I suppose Belichick, I guess, makes more, according to a report over the weekend. But John Gruden, that $10 million salary, if you go to the the Fortune 500, the S&P 500, where would John Gruden rank among the CEOs on the S&P 500? You got an answer? Uh, that would make John Gruden the 360th highest-paid CEO in the S&P 500. So the lesson there is you might think it's pretty cool to grow up and be a football coach, but if your ultimate goal is amazing wealth and riches and bags of gold coins, you ought to study business because if you can get to that level where you're the CEO of a big company – you're going to make a lot more than the highest-paid coach or one of the highest-paid coaches in the NFL. Uh, and, John, it's going to be a family affair because I saw Deuce. He's the big uh, roided guy up with the uh, Redskins. He was working for his uncle, Jay. He's going to join his dad as the Raiders' strength coach, uh, strength coach, so he's coming over there. Now, the last thing, any good spectacle, right, any good spectacle is – it's always fun to talk about on the radio. It's good for business. Right? We – uh, as much as I believe this is going to be a hot mess, ultimately, as far as wins and losses, uh, it doesn't change the fact that we need interesting things to talk about. So for that, I am grateful. And I'd like to thank John Gruden because win, lose, or draw, and there's really no such thing, Ask you know, players don't even know they have ties, but John Gruden, right, he, this is good. It's going to be great for content here. And we got one of the great drops of all time from Mark Davis at the very beginning of this. The Raider owner was so excited. They had the sizzle reel going there, and Mark Davis dropped this doozy. Raider Nation, this is a big effing deal. <laughs> now, Danny, I know you don't listen to me, and, uh, and you guys do your own thing. We have like different shows here, and uh, you, you know, I, I try to do a show a certain way. You guys try to do your own show. But I would like to have that as a drop. I think that would be a fun drop to have. I think that would be great. I know... That might be asking for too much, but I think we should have that. I think that should be a drop on the show. Now, the key to all of this for John Gruden is one guy, Derek Carr. If he's good, that's a big effing deal. This guy was the favorite to win the MVP award a couple years ago, and he was serving up dog food all of last season for the Raiders. 
Uh, Gruden's going to call the play, so he's the de facto offensive coordinator. I know they hired Greg Olson to be the offensive coordinator, but he'll just be the fall guy. Gruden's the one calling the plays. That's the most important thing. So is Derek Carr damaged goods? What's the deal? Here's John Gruden on the man he was hired to save. He has a great arm talent. He's athletic. He's yeah. got natural leadership skills. It's like the NFL he's draft. Young. He's in his prime. He's healthy now. Yeah. I think he's got a huge upside. With Greg Olson <laughs> and the system that we're going to put in place is going to demand a lot from him, and I think that's what's going to unlock the greatness in him. Very, very excited to have him as our quarterback. Yeah. Didn't that sound like some random generic NFL draft analysis from John? Can we play that again? Let's play that again. Because just imagine it's like late April. It's late April, it's the NFL draft, and uh, Josh Rosen has just been drafted by the Cleveland Browns, to, much to his dismay, and John Gruden's on the four-letter, he's breaking down the pick. He has a great arm talent, he's athletic, he's got natural leadership skills, he's young, he's in his prime, he's healthy now, I think he's got a huge upside. With Greg Olson and the system that we're going to put in place is going to demand a lot from him, and I think that's what's going to unlock the greatness in him. Very, very excited to have him as our quarterback. Yeah. If you take the Greg Olson part out, that would work for anybody. Like the beginning of that, you could just play for anybody. Anyway, so Ben Maller Show, uh, we are rolling on here as we get started, and we say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia. It's a big effing deal, Eddie. It's I know. A big effing deal. Especially for uh, for Danny G, our man over there, big yeah. Raider fan, although this he's not. This is a big effing deal. Not wearing a Raider hat tonight on this big night for the Raiders. I know. I, I called him out. I called him out in the hallway. I said, what's, what's up with the Raiders? Guys, I wear Raiders on me every day, 24-7. I know, but right I here. thought for sure you'd have I, a representing the Raiders well, tonight. I mean, well, yesterday was our Tuesday show, so did you notice I had my Khalil Mack jersey on yesterday? Uh, no, I did not notice that. Yeah, so he... You can't wear now, Raider gear two days in a row, is that what you're saying, now, Danny? In, in Danny's defense, the, the Lakers don't win very often, so when they win, he's got to wear Lakers stuff. I see. So he's wearing Lakers stuff because you know when they win, it's a big yeah. deal. So. Now, will uh, will John Gruden finally get to meet Marshawn Lynch? He said in his press conference that uh, you know, as a member of the media, he'd always requested to talk to Marshawn in those production meetings, and he yeah. never would show up. So uh, we'll we'll see if he shows. Well, we'll even be on the team next year. Maybe yeah. he won't get to meet Marshawn. If, if I'm John Gruden, the first move I make is uh, Marshawn. <laughs> you are fired. Get your ass out of here. That's my that's my introductory uh, you know meet and greet. Uh, we Marshawn, it's an honor to meet you. I hope to never see you again. You or, suck. Or m- maybe you uh, turn the tables <laughs> on him and uh, you you don't meet him. You decide uh, there, there's no need to uh, see him and uh, you you know give yeah. him a phone call. You don't come in. The phone call, they, well, they text message. Yeah. Okay, nobody calls anybody. It's all a text message. That's how that works. But uh, anyway, so that was the, the the story there in the NFL. There's a couple other things on my – it's on my list. I got stuff on my list as we go through. We'll take Four-hour show. You got to have a list. Got to pace yourself, Eddie. You got to pace yourself. You can't – Unlike that first show you did. Well, the first show yeah. I did not pace myself. No, you I didn't. didn't. Unlike no. that show I said. Yeah, yeah. You can't yeah, uh, yeah. That's, uh, talk about everything in the first hour. Yeah, exactly. Cannot do that. All right. Uh, we'll take your phone calls if you would like to be part, and you can do that at 877-99 on Fox. And if you like numbers better than letters, which it's easier that way, 877-996-6369. Our Facebook page is Ben Maller Show. And our Twitter feed for me, if you want to reach me, it's at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller. You can be part of of the festivities and all that. And uh, later on, if you're with us for the full journey into the wee hours in the morning, we're going to have too much or not enough. we got password. 
the word game of the stars will be playing later on, some other stuff along the way. Well, we'll call it a visit to the social network. I'll explain what I mean by that. We'll get to it, and we'll do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page at facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, speaking of the social network, John Gruden last coached the game in 2008 with Tampa Bay, and in that time, since John Gruden last coached the game, things like social media have become relevant, and they matter. They didn't matter when John Gruden last coached in the NFL, and he actually addressed that at his pep rally uh, in Oakland where the the Raiders introduced John Gruden. He uh, claimed he plans on having many a conversation with Raider players on all social media platforms. Now, the question is, is that going to be public or private? Because you can do both. You can do both. And is John Gruden tech savvy enough to know what is private and what is not private? Uh, think about this. When he last coached in the NFL, Facebook, the big Facebook, was four years old when Tampa Bay and John Gruden went their separate uh, directions there. Twitter was in its infancy and really hadn't become a thing at that point. I believe it was two years old, uh, but no one was really on it. Instagram was not even out. That had not become a thing. Uh, that that didn't start for another couple of years. And Snapchat was several years out from when John Gruden last coached uh, in the National Football League. He also, the the, the, uh, the news comes, apparently Raider fans don't like what I had to say. Why would you be offended? What did I say that was so offensive? I didn't say anything that was offensive. Uh, Alexander says, "Dude, you sound like a raider. The, the Raiders hurt you as a child." Is uh, what he's. No, I have, no, uh, no, not at all. I have nothing, nothing like that. Uh, our friend Teverly, we met Teverly. Teverly helped us close a minor league baseball team in Bakersfield. She was part of that. Yeah, that's uh, we're the closer. We come in there. You want to shut a business down? We'll come in there. We'll shut it down for you. We'll bring our friends too. We'll shut the whole thing down. But uh, Teverly says, "Don't be jelly." And you know you love your Raiders fan, listeners. Well, yeah, of course. What, do you want me to sit here and be a shill? There's other people on radio that are in the tank with the Raiders, and you can listen to them, and they will give you a completely watered down, everything is rosy, nothing to worry about view of the Raiders. But uh, it's not the case. Listen, this is a a gamble. They went for the big name. They got the big name. Now you actually got to win. Now you got to win some games. Uh, all right, let's go to the uh, phones right now. Well, speaking of John Gruden, I was gonna gonna push this back, but why don't we do it right now? Because if you look to the stars and you look out in the cosmos, and you the, the stars tell a story, the stars tell a story, and who better to break it all down? We can't make her wait. It's her first appearance of 2018. That's right, sports astrology, the official. Well, she's kind of the unofficial astrologer for our show. Uh, Andrea, Andrea, whatever, Andrea, whatever, Andrea, Andrea, what's going on, yes, Andrea? Happy New Year, Ben. How are you? What's going on? Welcome. Oh, I love that introduction. That's the the music is perfect. Well, yes. Well, well, welcome, Andrea. It's an honor to have you on here. Now, what do we what do we have here? John Gruden. Yes. Let's read the stars there. Yes. 
Um, yeah. August 17, 1963, in Sandusky, Ohio. All right, a magical day in the history of the world. Indeed. Yes. And, you know, being a Leo, he's the king of the Zodiac. And it's interesting, one of the um, writers uh, in the Bay Area said it was like a coronation. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like a, yeah, that's, good. that's a good thing also. Yeah. I, I said revival, but coronation, right. sure, same thing. Why not? Yes. Right. So I thought, you know, with Leo being the king of the Zodiac, he really does have this um, regal, royal, kind of passionate, um, dramatic, ardent, flamboyant quality about him. I mean, the whole Chucky thing, you know, he plays along with that. You know, he has this star quality and this charisma and this confidence, which is very Leo. Yeah, but can can he do that? He's 54 years old now. Can you still be Chucky boy when you're in your mid-50s? Well, here's the thing. Good good point, Ben. He has three planets in Virgo. Ooh, Virgo. That sounds good. That will get the job done super analytical, very detailed, Good at watching a lot of film, cracking the whip. So, you know, the Three Planets in Virgo gets down to brass tacks. That really is a good balance. And forecast-wise, what's happening currently, uh, Mercury, planet of communication, super important for a coach. He lives on Mercury, actually, because he's a very good communicator, John Gruden. He's got the BS down. He does. Yes, point well taken. You really, yeah. He really needs that. And um, this year, with uh, Pluto in Capricorn, trining his Mercury in Virgo. Now, is Pluto still a planet? I thought it wasn't a planet. Nope. Does that count as a planet it, as you look at the stars? It got demoted, but then it came back. Because, it did? Really? Yeah. Wow, yeah. I didn't know about that. Oh, it's exciting. All right, very good. No, no, fired. no, no. Pluto was fired as a planet, but we we let Pluto come back as a planet. That's right. So, yeah. All right. We don't want Pluto mad at us. Trust no, me on that. No, we don't. No, absolutely not. Because then Mickey Mouse will come over. It's a big mess. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, 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 so let's sum all this up, yes. Andrea. So, what, what do we have here? Yes. Yeah, so, in a nutshell, Ben, the powerful aspect to his Mercury, basically. Um, Perfect timing, good for tackling a demanding project. Now, here's the thing. You know, I can't think of more of a demanding project than the Raiders. He can help Derek Carr to an extent, and I think you made a good point about that. But we have to manage our expectations here, Ben. You know, uh, Carr is still struggling with Saturn aspects. There's still going to be some limitations. So Gruden's not a magician. He can help. You know, they're saying he's the quarterback whisperer and so on and so forth. You know, it'll be helpful, but I'm still quite concerned yeah. about Carr. All right, uh, nine or ten wins or less. No, I'm, I'll, I'll ask what the Stars, nine over under nine wins for the Raiders in 2018. Well, as a Raiders fan, I'd like to no, say... No, not as a Raider over. fan. I don't care as a Raider fan. I want to know what the Stars tell me. I want you to look out to the cosmos, Hell and yeah. I want to know what the Stars are saying. No, I, I hear you. It's just I don't really use my work for that. No, you, you'd have so much more money, though. Think about yeah, that. No I mean, I, 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 if I had your ability, <laughs> uh, I would be in Vegas putting bets down is what I would be doing. Well, you know, let me study some more charts and, and right. let you know because that's, right. that's an important question. Because I'm, 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 I'm seeing under nine wins is what I'm, that's mm. what I'm seeing. But, I, right. but, I, uh, but you'll have to let me know yes, there. Time will tell. Andrea, all right. Thank you, Andrea. Yeah, thanks, all right. Ben. There you go. Oh, Happy there she New goes. Year. All right. Andrea has good taste. Yes, there she is. She's a Raider fan. Looking at the stars. Yeah, like if I could read the stars, I you, would. You wanted to take her on a Vegas trip with you. Yeah, I would take her. We'd hang out in Vegas. We'd gamble. It'd be fun. It'd be great. Go in the sports book. We, uh, you know, whatever your favorite sports book is in Vegas, we sit down there and bam. Be the way to go. So, 
Anyway, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we press on here. Press on, and we'll hang out with an old show from back in the day. Is it coming back? The Brady Bunch. Are they bringing the Brady Bunch back? We'll get to that and a whole lot more. Right now, though, Eddie Garcia is here, and he has got the latest. Well, Ben, let's start with news from the NFL, as you've been talking about for most of the show so far. John Gruden back as the head coach of the Oakland Raiders, introduced officially as their next head coach. Of course, this is his second stint with the team. He coached them previously from 1998 to 2001, had a record of 38-26, 2-2 in the playoffs, guiding the silver and black. We've had some assistant coaches being fired and others being hired. Carolina Panthers say goodbye to offensive coordinator Mike Shula and quarterbacks coach Ken Dorsey, while the Green Bay Packers are reportedly going to hire Mike Pettin to be their defensive coordinator. You might remember him briefly as the head no coach one remembers of the him Cleveland as Browns. Didn't I his, said you might. Didn't his daughter not want him to coach the Browns? Wasn't that the story? His daughter, you should have listened to his daughter. Is he going to ask his daughter if he's allowed to coach the Packers' defense? Yeah, I don't know. College basketball, Ben, I guess uh, college football's over, maybe. Can we kind of pay attention a little bit to college no, basketball? No, no, it does not start until about a month after, from now, after the Super Bowl. That's when college well, basketball Well, we're going to mention it anyway. We had 12 ranked teams in action last night. Two of them lost. One of them had to lose because they had a top-10 matchup. Uh, and your pronouns. Number nine, Oklahoma. Beat number eight, Texas Tech, 75 65. Uh-huh. And one true upset is Marquette, beat number 13, Seton Hall. Now, why is that a true 84, upset? 84 64. Well, one team was ranked, the other one was not. What was the point spread, though? I have no a idea. A true That's, upset you is would, the point You would spread. know that, not I. Well, no, I didn't look at the college basketball point spreads, but a real upset. I'm going to guess that uh, Marquette was not favored to win that game. Where was the game being played? It was at Marquette. It was at Marquette? Yes. Uh, I'll have to look it up. Please do. Continue. This support brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing. But not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you know exactly what the prices you're going to pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, we're going to stick with college basketball. If you're a man of a certain age, you probably had a smile at the Georgetown St. John's game last night where it was Patrick Ewing going up against Chris Mullen once again. You didn't say it right. Patrick Ewing. Patrick Aloysius Ewing taking on Chris Mullen as head coaches of their alma maters. In the end, Georgetown gets the 69-66 win over St. John's. Uh, Both those guys, of course, in the Basketball Hall of Fame, played against each other, played with each other on an Olympic team, and now coaching against each other in the uh, the Big East. Patrick Ewing in his first year at Georgetown, uh, so far pretty good, 12-4 his record. So, good Uh All right, very good. Thank you for that. By the way, Eddie, the uh, point spread on the Marquette-Seton Hall game, which you were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. it was a pick-em. No. So it wasn't an upset. No, the game was. I'm looking at it right here. The the, the total was a uh, the over under was 161 and a half, and it was a pick'em. So that was not an upset. That was an upset. It was not an upset. Anytime it's a an unranked team beats a ranked team, it's an it's upset. It's not. It, there was an even game. There was no. There was no favorite in the game. There's not an upset. If there's no favorite. Upset. Not. It's not a true upset. True upset. You said true upset. That's not a I'm, true upset. I'm saying it's a true upset. It's not. It's not a then true why do upset. We have, why do we have the rankings then if it's not going to determine who was, you know, in the eyes, of, in the eyes we of, do the radio. of our team? We do radio. We don't do television. On television, they need to put that number next to the team's Once graphic. again, if you didn't hear me, Marquette upset no, number 13 not. Seton they Hall, were, it was a pick 84 em. to 64. The game was a pick em. It's not an upset if it's just straight up. Anyway. Upset. Uh, uh, no. Uh, it's the Ben Maller Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Rich says Raider myopia is in full effect. You're right, Ben. Gruden is going to be a flop, is what he says. So that's uh, that's his uh, announcement right there. Our friend Jay 
Uh, Jay in Philly, he's the guy that got the kidney transplant. Remember that guy, Jay, for years? He needed the, needed the help he got. He's healthy as an ox right now, and uh, he's he's listing. I, I don't quite understand this. He sent a message, but I don't quite understand it. You know, he's very upset. Uh, I, I wish I could read it, but I don't quite get it. But I'm glad that Jay's out there because Jay has been with me for a long time, so I'm glad to know that he's, he's tuned in. Well, uh, here's an announcement. Now, LeVar Ball has a TV show on Facebook. And he's now not alone. There's other people that have done this, but the latest television program on the social network, Facebook, uh, spending more money now. They have they've written a gigantic check for original entertainment content. The person to get the latest check, Tom Brady. Yes, Tom Brady. Uh, the social network has ordered a series called Tom versus Time. It's a docu series about an aging football star named Tom Brady. The original buy-in, six-episode series, and it is being produced by a a side production company. Michael Strahan, though, is actually uh, part of this. Now, the media company, Strahan's an investor. Tom Brady, who's going to be the feature of the show, he's also an investor. Is there any chance this is going to be good? Like I thought, the Lavar show, uh, Lavar Ball, all Ball on the family. I thought it was very well done. The production quality was really good. No. And I actually enjoyed. I didn't. I watched the first episode. I didn't watch any more than that. But I, but I enjoyed it. I thought the first episode was really good. Was it better than the Big Baller brand shoes? The quality. Well, I don't have the Big Baller brand shoes. I don't make the. I do overnights. I can't Apparently, afford. a lot of other people don't either. They're I not, can't not getting them in the mail. And I'm so upset by that. Eddie? I'm not. I'm thrilled by it. I think it's awesome. That his bring it company up sucks. Well, as he pointed out, that you know the uh, the Better Business Bureau or whatever it's called is, yeah, is about can't as, trust them. About as relevant as the phone book, as he's pointed out there, which I think is a good, <laughs> good quote. In, in modern times, Eddie, you know, I, yes, yeah, I had a phone book delivered to the Maller Mansion, and I uh, went. I said, uh, "We got the phone book here." I looked at my wife, so we got the phone book, and uh, she said, "Toss it." So it's uh, right in the trash. Uh, didn't even didn't even make it in the house. Didn't even make an announcement. I, I, I wouldn't need the phone book. Garbage. I figure if the internet goes down, I'm not going to call anyone anyway. I mean, who do I want to call? That's you know? wise. So uh, who needs that? So right in the trash. It's trash. But uh, Tom versus Time, going to premiere. Uh, it follows Tom Brady. Here's what it says. follows Tom Brady both on and off the field. How exciting is that? And they've been shooting this throughout the NFL season, and uh, the uh, filmmakers – Put all this uh, this time in at Tom Brady's house and whatnot, and tracks him as he turns forty years old. Wow, a big point in a man's life. Embarking on his quest for another Lombardi Trophy, uh, and uh, yeah, so there you go. You gonna watch that? No, yeah, neither am I. Well, you know, I probably will have to. Uh, you don't have to do anything. Well, you know, I'm a beloved occasional Boston radio show when the equipment works. Oh, I forgot about uh, that. So yeah, I probably have to. Uh, and they're they're pumping up the fact that Brady has over four million followers on Facebook. And uh, that these people are going to watch. So they think they're going to get millions and millions of people to watch this. But isn't this just going to be a commercial for the TB12 formula? Isn't this going to be Tom Partially, Brady? Partially, yeah, sure. Well, no, it's going to be like an infomercial about how, oh, you, I, I, here's how I envision it. Uh, man, I wake up, you know, and I'm feeling my age. And then I go and I, I follow the, I eat some uh, avocado. And then uh, I get a, a deep tissue massage. And all of a sudden, look at me. And it's all because of the TB12 formula. And for $200 a year, you can get this app, and then it'll hold no. his phone up to the camera. And then... it's, No, they're not going to do that. They're going to come close. I think they're going to come close. 
And uh, now He'll wear TB12 uh, shirts oh, and all that, that kind of stuff. Well, Guerrero, his buddy, yes, be he'll part be, of he'll it. Be he'll be on part there. of, of course it. He'll yeah, be, he'll on be there. massaging and be, uh, be, be a lot of fun. I think it'll be great. I, I, I won't be watching much of it. I'll watch a little bit of it, but uh, we'll, we'll check it out. So, uh, what else is Facebook working on? Well, they, uh, Benny and the Weed Man, I'm sure. Is they had to put, up yes, there. they should put our show on. I'd actually rather watch that than the Tom Brady thing. Uh, yeah, did, there was a show about Dwayne Wade. Is that already aired? I don't know. I don't uh, don't remember that. You remember a show about Dwayne Wade on Facebook? No, no. Guess that's in the in production. Well, they better yeah get on it before he retires. There's a Bill Murray show. Is this? I don't know if these have aired or not. Bill Murray traveling around minor league ballparks. Do you remember seeing something like that on no, Facebook? No, I do not. You do not. All right, I don't know either. All right, very good. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Well, good luck to Tom Brady. I know he needs money. Uh, I know he's struggling, and I know it's uh, very difficult when you launch a new show. Uh, They have a worse success rate on new TV shows than, like, uh, restaurants. It's not uh, not easy. So, good luck. I know he needs luck. All right. The Who Am I game. Here we go. I am the son of a jockey. Who? My first love was horses, but I would go on to a surprising football career. I had stops in several exotic locations, and despite being undrafted, I would end up starting under center in a Super Bowl. Again, the Who Am I game, I am the son of a jockey. My first love was horses growing up, but I would go on to a surprising football career. I had stops in many exotic locations, and despite being undrafted, I would end up starting under center in the Super Bowl. Who am I? The answer next on the ben maller show we specialize in sarcasm snark and satire all things needed to survive the shady late night characters on twitter you can follow ben on twitter he is at ben maller and you can follow me eddie garcia i'm at eddie on fox little taste and now live from the geico fox sports radio studios it's ben maller We'll have the NBA pick'em coming up in a little bit. Here's the Who Am I game. I am the son of a jockey. My first love was horses, and yet I would go on to a surprising football career. I had stops in several exotic locations. Despite being undrafted, I would end up starting under center in the Super Bowl. Who am I? That is the question. What is the answer? The rooster says it's got to be Jim Plunkett. Got to be Jim Plunkett, he says. Uh, who else do we have? Wes Welker, guest by Tequila Man. Joe Cap from Mike from the LBC. Gilbert Brown, thrown out by Funhouse. Nice picture of Gilbert. I wonder what he's doing now. Gumby Dave got it right. Clearly cheating, you bum. Seabiscuit, thrown out by Ron. Uh, who else do we have here? Can't read that one on the air. Eddie Goodell. Eddie Goodell from Stephen, who says the Cardinals suck. That's his name. Good job by you. Uh, can't read that. Can't read that. Uh, John Elway from Ivinson. George the Animal Steal from Rob. In Vegas, Eddie, what say you? Jake DeLome. The great Jake DeLome of the Carolina Panthers. That is correct. Jake DeLome, who started against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. How'd that turn out? He was Tom Brady's backup in the NFL's European football operation. He played for Amsterdam and Frankfurt in the NFL Global League there in Europe and then would eventually go on to the Carolina Panthers. But his first love was horses. He now owns a bunch of horses. He's in the, in the horse business, and he still regularly appears on Carolina Panther-related programming. They bring him back, and they do their thing. Let's go to the phones. Andrew 
in Southern California is on Fox Sports Radio in West Covina. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Ben. Hi. Um, I'm calling you. Uh, I have something I want to talk about, but first... I'm glad you, you called the- me because it's a talk radio show, Andrew, and this is where we talk about things. Yes. Okay. I wanted to talk... Well, I wanted to tell you about... Uh, did you hear that story about the $1 million bottle, $1 million bottle of vodka that was stolen? And guess where they found it? Where'd they find it? At a construction site. Was it empty? Completely. <gasps> I'm a doctor. How much do you think that, uh, well, do you think they shared it or was it like one person? You know what? I don't think they knew it was, it was worth $1 million. Yeah. Now, the, the only part I didn't hear was... Well, it's not worth a million dollars now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know where it was stolen because I missed the beginning of the... Uh, uh, the yeah. uh, broad, broad, uh, broadcast. I can't what help I you. Was, I'm not, I have nothing for one million. A uh, Copenhagen, I'm told. Now there you go. Right. A, yeah, there you go. There, oh, can you find? Can, can you find Copenhagen on a map? Yeah, it's in Germany, I believe. But can you find? No, it is not. In, you know, in, in Denmark, actually. So I guess the answer is no. Oh, Denmark. All right. I'm yes. Sorry. All right. Well, right. They're close. Denmark. Why not? It's all the same. <laughs> you know? okay. It's like those guys. Anyhow. Those guys in no. no seriously, you, go, you ask a guy in London. You say, "Where's uh, Where's Chicago?" And they said, that's right near Seattle. Yeah, it's close. You know, it's the same. You know, it's why not? No, Chicago is, never mind. Anyhow, I want to talk to you about, I heard on the uh, radio, I believe last night, that someone mentioned that they were going to start uh, watching the, uh, the, the time, the pitchers. You heard yeah. somebody on the radio talk about this last night? Really? Yes, I believe Who? it was. I don't know if it was you or someone yeah. else, but they, they said they were going to time <laughs> the pitching. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know who would talk about that on the radio. That guy must suck at radio. Who'd ever bring that up on the radio? I do agree. a segment what, of radio what, on that. That's brutal. Okay, That's terrible it's radio. Truly, it's only a rumor, or what? Well, I mean, if I were to address that, because I would never bring this up on my own here, but I believe they're having meetings this week. The Major League Baseball ownership group and the the people that run baseball and the Players Association and this Rob Manford. This is the thing he wants. He want the Commissioner of Baseball wants to have a clock in the stadium between pitches, and you have to throw within whether it's 20 or 30 seconds, whatever it is, and if you don't, uh, I don't know what the punishment is going to be, but they that they want to bring that to baseball. It could happen this year. You've got to be kidding me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making this up. I didn't make it up. That's what they want. I know, I know. I heard it. I heard it on the radio. You know what I, I like mean, about you, Andrew? You know what I like about you, Andrew? You're like, you're step behind Andrew. You know, I like that about you. I like that. No, you told me I was coming out of my coma last time I called you. You're still in your coma. No, but I yes. like that about you. You're back in the coma. So we, we, we you know, I, I guess that's a more a less offensive nickname in the coma, Andrew, than coming out okay. of the coma. Yeah. All right, yes. Andrew. There you. All right, I got to go. Look at the time. Oh my. All right, there he goes, Andrew. Man, I can't believe someone would talk about that on the radio. That must be a terrible show. Uh, they would talk about uh, pitch clocks in baseball and uh, man. I would never do that. I would never do that. You know what I would do? Yeah, you know what I would do. The NBA Pick'em Daily Fantasy Fun. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. Look at the time. And who's going first? Uh, He was the only guy that uh, picked three players that actually played. It's hard to pick the NBA players. These guys are such softies. They don't play every game. So, uh, Eddie Garcia. My my, my, uh, suggestion, don't watch the games. It'll help you out a lot. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, you have the first pick, Eddie. You're on the clock. DeMarcus Cousins. Cousins is off the board. Uh, I'll go with uh, Russell Westbrook. All right, the board has held Danny G. Steph Curry. 
Oh, the board does not hold. I'll take uh, Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Davis. Danny. Ooh, Andre Drummond. Oh. Andre Drummond is gone. And what about you, Coop? Dwight Howard. Wow. Wee. Uh, Eddie, the back-to-back. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Freak, freak is gone. And let's go with uh, Damian Lillard. All right, not on my board. Koopaloop, who you got? Nikola Jokic. Danny G. C.J. McCollum. All right, I will take uh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler of the red-hot Minnesota Timberwolves who own LeBron James and the Cavaliers. There it is, the NBA Pick'em, our daily fantasy game. And a couple days ago there was a story, a couple stories on the Internet about how the Thunder of Oklahoma had come back and they were they figured things out. Then they lost. All of a sudden, they suck again. In need of change, but not necessarily a good change. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On your car insurance, just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. As we await the NFL divisional round of the playoffs this weekend, a lot of personnel moves, a lot of personnel moves in the NFL, uh, some more exciting than others. We mentioned last hour, we talked about John Gruden coming back with the Raiders. A number of coordinator positions have been handed out. Uh, There's a new coach in Chicago. The Bears did it. They hired a guy we've never heard of. Nagy is the new head coach there in Chicago. And one of the teams that was in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, they have lost their way offensively. And so what they did is they whacked pretty much everyone of note on the offensive coaching staff. And I am referring to the Carolina Panthers who said, you get a pink slip, you get a pink slip, you get a pink slip. Uh, the news coming out that they had made uh, mass changes to the offensive coaching staff after the regular season, saying goodbye to their offensive coordinator and their quarterback coach. And so Ron Rivera now is on the hunt for someone to get this woe-be-gone offensive unit on track after they lost to the Saints in the playoffs of the weekend. Now, if you've not been paying attention, the rumor mill is getting cranked up. And it's intriguing because of the name. The name that Carolina wants is intriguing. It's a a guy that has been around the NFL since maybe before you were born. And this guy goes back to the early 90s when he first started to make his mark in the NFL. Ron Rivera, is he's got a bullseye and tunnel vision on Norvell Turner. Norb Turner is the favorite to be named the Panthers' new offensive coordinator. You heard that right. The one-time Redskin coach, very briefly a Raider coach, he coached the Chargers back in you know, long ago when they were in San Diego, and later on on Wednesday, he is set to arrive in Charlotte and will interview for the offensive coordinator position for the Panthers. I wanted to talk about this. Now, the question, what are we to take away from Norv Turner possibly – taking over in Carolina. Now, my viewpoint, this is obvious here. You've got unimaginative, retread tires, and weasel 
You've got weasel thrown in. Now, bind all this together. Now, first of all, when people talk about Norv Turner, in a lot of broadcasters, when, when Norv is coaching a game and broadcasters do the game, they just lick his toes. They can't say enough good things about Norv Turner. Uh, they talk about what a nice guy he is. Well, he's a wonderful fellow. They don't talk about what a great coach he is because you can't do that. Uh, this is a mistake in the making. Now, we don't work on the inside of the NFL. I uh, do a radio show. You do what you do. But you and I both know this is not going to end well. It's very unimaginative. The pendulum in the NFL has shifted away from this kind of hire. You want new ideas. You want new ideas. You're Sean McVay types to run your offense. Carolina should, here's what they should do. I'll be the consultant. I'll give them some advice. They should have a comprehensive search. Go high and far and all that. Norv Turner, you know, if you're going to talk to Norv, you know when you talk to Norv Turner? He's the last guy when nobody else, nobody else will take the job. When everyone else turns you down, Then you say, hey, Norv, you want to come back to the NFL? That's where you go. He was an offensive innovator, a creator of great offense in the late 20th century. He's running a 1990s-style offense, which was great in the 1990s, but it's 2018. If Norv Turner is at the top of your list, the top of your list, you got to question your wish list. It's like a kid who wants a big pile of dirt for his birthday. You'd be like, well, what what the hell's wrong with you? Why would you want a big pile of dirt? Norv Turner is the football equivalent running an offense of a big pile of dirt. And it looks like Carolina has locked in on this guy to run their offense. And Ron Rivera, if this is the case here, come on. I'm calling you out on this. You don't go out and get retread tires. North Turner, he's, he's got 26 years of experience in the NFL. He's worked for nine different teams. And there's a reason that he is a coaching vagabond and has bounced all over the place. Look at the numbers. North Turner's last five seasons as a supposed offensive genius, he served up diarrhea. Die, die, diarrhea. The Chargers, Browns, and Vikings, right, last five years, produced offenses that ranked on average, 26th in the NFL, in the entire NFL. But wait, there's more. If you go back since 2003, right, 2003, it's, uh, it's a good time, long time ago. Right Now, he missed last year, North Turner, but 14 seasons. Out of those 14 seasons, how many times did North Turner-led offenses end up near the top in the NFL? The answer is only four times out of the last 14 years Norv Turner has been on an NFL coach uh, with either a coordinator or a head coach. Has his team ended up in the top half of the NFL in total offense? Uh, What more do you need? Well, yeah, but he didn't have good players. That's not even true. The Chargers had a loaded offensive team. They were stacked. The deck was stacked in San Diego, and he blew that, blew that wide open. But I am convinced, and I finally got, in a moment of weakness, my friend Karen Kay, who I used to work with, uh, KK admitted to me, uh, she probably will forget it if you call her on it, but she she admitted, I, I when the Chargers hired Norv Turner, we were in here, and she was a big Charger fan, and I told her this is the, this is, this is I laughed the entire show. I just laughed. I say Norv Turner, ha, 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 That was how I did it. 
And she got very upset with me, you know, give him a chance and all that stuff. Well, she finally did admit that my, my hypothesis was that if the Chargers hired just about anyone else, that Charger team would have won a Super Bowl with Tomlinson and Phillip Rivers, but they hired the worst possible guy they could have hired, Norvell Turner, and uh, they didn't get bupkis. And you could argue, my friends in San Diego, that if the Chargers had hired, if Spanos had hired a good coach and they had won a Super Bowl, that the Chargers would have gotten that stadium built and they'd still be in San Diego. So if you're looking for a fall guy, why the Chargers left San Diego to head to L.A., I blame North Turner. Y- you swept my ass. You're right. Yeah, that's Thank you, Cake. That's right. Uh, now, secondly, Norvell Turner, I think it was about 18 months ago, roughly. I'm bad with you know, dates and stuff like that. But it was, it was not that long ago he was with the Vikings. Right, And if I remember correctly, when he left the Vikings after five weeks or so of the NFL season, the report was he had retired, right? And we had a sneaking suspicion that was bogus. And if this is all true and he ends up being hired by Carolina, Norv, then that is proof that we were right, that he's a weasel and the Vikings are weasels. Uh, Because Turner, it's kind of obvious, he was fired with the Vikings. He was there for a few years. They were 27th, 29th. In offense, in points scored, I think the last the year, the last handful of games, they were 28th uh, in offense. But Mike Zimmer, you know, the, the old, the good old boys network, oh, we respect, we respect this guy. So instead of just saying, we fired, we fired Norv Turner because he stinks, the Vikings at the time, if I remember correctly, they said, well, he retired, he's taking a break, whatever. Uh, he walked away a few weeks into the season. It was poor performance, right? Now, I do not envy anyone working with Cam Newton. It is possible that nobody will be able to salvage Cam Newton. Like The numbers don't tell you everything. They don't, but they tell you a lot. They don't tell you the whole story, but they tell you a good amount of the story. They set a pretty good baseline, and if you look at Cam Newton's career, he is a middle-to-back-end passing quarterback. That is what he has been the majority of the time. This past season, Cam was 22nd in passer rating in the NFL. That is not an outlier. That is closer to the norm than anything else. Uh, The year before, 2016, Cam Newton was 28th in the NFL in passer rating. The year he won the MVP, he was 8th, but that was the outlier. That year, the outlier, because the year before that, he was 26. You can go on and on here. He's had one season in the top 10, actually one season in the top 14 in, in the NFL quarterback rating category. And so the last seven years, he's, he's had one finish in his, in his run in the NFL in the, in the top ten. So the, the last thing here, right? Norv Turner is looking out for family. That's why the, this is all about family. Now, he might want the money to come back and all that, but he's going to be 66 years old next year. This is not a Bill Belichick situation. It is more probable than not that a pending return to the NFL for Norv Turner a pending return here is motivated because of his family. And in particular, his kid, who has not worked in the NFL, I believe, since the Vikings got rid of good old Norv and uh, Scott Turner, who what I, I would assume joined the Vikings as a quarterback coach. It would be a package deal, and uh, that would likely happen. All right, it's Ben Mather's show on Fox. You want to comment on any of that, you are more than welcome. Uh, there are uh, There's a line open, and operators are standing by. Operators are standing by, and you can join the fun at 877-99 on Fox. Eight seven, Hello? Yes, 877-996-6369. 
So are, are you a tech guy, Eddie? Ed- Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia. Are you into tech, technology? Are you into that? Um, No, that's a no. I mean, I have an iPhone. Okay, congratulations. Yeah. That's uh, very nice. I'm not I'm not afraid to use it. Well, they're having the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas, which is a big deal. It's a big highfalutin deal, right? This is the next wave of crap that we're going to have to work extra jobs to, to afford. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. So the newest thing from uh, Samsung. Now, how big's your TV, Eddie? How big's your TV? Uh, 70-something inches. Pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty solid. I think you got a bigger TV than I have. I even know how big my TV It's a big TV. My wife. My, my TV is bigger than yours. Really? Yeah. Well, no, I got a no. I see. I got a new TV. Right? You you didn't come to the Maller Mansion this year, but I, I upgraded the TV. Okay, it's a bigger TV. But I who cares? Like it's like a, a peeing match. No, no, uh, I'm, I'm better than my TV's better than Stop your TV. This future atrocity. Who the hell cares? All right. Anyway, I sit in my office the, the most of the time. Care, anyway, yeah. uh, so so Samsung at this com- commuter uh, commuter c- computer electronics show uh, consumer electronics. I get it right eventually. Consumer electronics show. They introduced something called the wall from Samsung. I like it already. All right. Who? This is said to be the world's first modular TV that lets you adjust its size that will best fit your living room. I like it. Now, according to the, the story that's out there from the Consumer Electronics Show, the TV, check this out, Eddie, measures 146 inches. <gasps> uh, do you have a wall big enough for that TV, I'll, Eddie? I'll find one. I'll find one. Uh, and they point out the TV obviously has to be mounted to a wall or even sunk into the wall. It's that big it has to be sunk in. But it's, it's, despite being ridiculously large, it is 4K resolution, razor sharp. I'm looking at a photo of it. It looks amazing here. It's just crazy, uh, the photo. However, uh, the question that I had was how much does it cost? Of course. that's what I want to know. And Samsung would not say how much it costs, which means you can't afford it. <laughs> they say that they'll have more information available in March on the price and the availability of this particular television. But it looks like, Eddie, that this is a baller TV. But you're a baller. You're on radio. So you could probably afford a luxury television of 146 well, inches. Uh, especially when I try to convince my wife that we can now stay home we don't need to spend money on season tickets. We don't have to drive to the stadium. Oh, are you trying to cut back a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Is she open to this? Well, probably not, but probably we can not. try. Well, you should wait. Like when the new stadium opens up, uh, we, we had our, uh, our guy in here last night, uh, Big Lou, who went to a basketball game, for, basketball game for 20 bucks. Yeah. Well, we are not going to the new stadium. Uh, you are as not. As far as you're season out, ticket so holders, out, so. no. We will, we're not going to pay the uh, PSL? PSLs. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. no well, no. good for you. I'm happy to hear that. Because what you can do is you can cherry-pick games. That's right. That's what you ought to do. You cherry-pick the games, and if the team blows, then you'll get really cheap tickets. And that's going to be a pretty big stadium, so there'll be a lot of available inventory for tickets. That'll be the way to do it. Uh, all right, well, so it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. So I look forward to not getting a 146-inch television. That's well, like they, a- those TVs explain, Ben, why these monitors <laughs> in the yeah, studio yeah. haven't been replaced yet. <laughs> they're waiting. Uh, they're yeah, like would if you put that 146 Samsung television, which you can't see our studio, but would that be the entire? It would be each wall. Here. It would be every wall in oh, the studio. That would be nice. The wall, yeah. That's like too big, though. I think it's too big. Well, it depends there, on there the size of your big. room. Of course, there is. Like yeah. my, we, we have a loft area. That's where we do most of our TV watching. Yeah, 
and the 70 inch TV in that room is about as big as you want to go because it's it's kind of like a wall. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You we know we're sitting like six feet away from it, so it's it's a pretty tight space. Now, now you say if it's big enough, I'm not going to enjoy it very much. Well, yeah. Now your your phone, they have like the large iPhone, they have the the regular size iPhone. You a large iPhone guy, regular size iPhone. Regular size. I'm a regular size guy too. I go with the regular size iPhone. That's what I do. It's my move there. I could have upgraded to the they they tried to get me to get the bigger iPhone. I said I'm used to the regular. I'm gonna stick with the regular. But I've like watched games and stuff on here, and, and I'm fine with it. You know, I don't see the problem with that. I'm okay with it. All right, so the Ben Maller Show. If you want to be part eight. 7799 on Fox again, 877-996-6369. Also on Twitter at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller. A compelling Carolina Panther Maller monologue. And uh, what you know what we need? Cupcakes. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller show podcast is moving up the charts unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Do we have a top five podcast city update, Kubla? We have not given that in 2018. We have not given the podcast ratings. Who is downloading the podcast the most? What what cities are at the top helping support our show more than other cities? What are the, the real P1s happen to reside? The podcast listeners. It's funny you should bring that up. Yeah. I was just uh, taking a look at that you yesterday. You were. All right. Yes. This is very exciting here. So you sit down in your little squatty potty there and tell us. Go ahead. Well, let me uh, let me get the most up to date. All right, click refresh here. there. I'll do a little tap dance. We'll eat, be eating cupcakes coming up here in a little bit, which is very exciting. We'll Wait, look we look forward are. to that. Well, kind of virtual cupcakes. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, got so excited there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Obviously, our our number one market. In well, terms no, no. Of you don't start with number one. Number one. Do you uh, now? Should you start with them? I always thought you start with the end and then you no, work way yeah, up to number that's, one. That's a fair point. Well, I mean, I figured. Number no, no, one's no, don't obvious, assume. But... Don't, you took the, we had the guy in the coma earlier. Don't assume. Okay, all right. Number five. The guy in West Covina is in a coma. Number five, and they've they've fallen to number five. Fallen to number five. Yes, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Oh, you're falling. They're not. They don't like our show anymore. What happened? They hate our show. Well, now. Hollering James not being around anymore does hurt. That's a blow. That's true. I don't know if it's so much that they've fallen behind as that these these other markets oh. have have you know pulled ahead. Bring back the white women. Moving on up. All right. So Min- Minneapolis, St. Paul, number five. Yep. Number, number f- five. All number right. four. Number four with a bullet. Seattle, Tacoma. All right, very nice. I guess you can't say that number one with a bullet, number four with a bullet anymore, right? That's an outdated reference. That's a too case violent. Of- too violent. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Minnesota number five, number four is uh, what you say, Seattle, Seattle, Tacoma. Oh, good job. Yep. Thank you, Seattle. Good now, job by you. Number three. And number three. These Top three. these guys have have shot up the list. Really? really? Yes. A, uh, a I don't big know. Surge. I don't know who this is. I have no idea. San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose. Yeah, look at that. The Bay Area. That's right. And they, they finally found out we were on there. They had no idea. They have, they have come on so strong yeah. that they are only slightly behind our number two market, yeah. Boston, what? Manchester. Wait yep. a minute. But I do local radio in Boston, too. Wait a minute here. true. They can't get enough. Oh, either. my God. Wait a minute here. This is Boston could fall down to number three on the list. They have they have a lead, but okay. it's a sm- but it's All a right. small lead. 
be devastating. So, you know, All you right. need to tell your Bostonians to, to get on the podcast. Right. Well, if my equipment works, I'll do that. All right, and number one, here we go. Number one. Number one. I can't imagine. Let, let me guess, Kubaloop. Number one, uh, let, Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> no. No. All right. No. The greater Los Angeles area. All right, L.A., baby. Number one. In the number one radio market. Number one. The L.A. market, number one radio market in uh, the world, Los Angeles. Where, very good. Thank you for that. Should we do just a quick top five of the international markets? Yeah, why not? What the hell? We've killed enough time. All let's right, keep cool. it going. Yes. Yes, number All five. Right, play the music again, Danny. I need more music. Yes, play some music. Here we go. International listeners. Number five, international Zimbabwe. No. Uh, right. Number five is Japan. Japan, really? Yep. Well, that's... <laughs> No, no, that's military. That's our Eddie. military guys. That is right. That's our military. Our men uh, and women that are uh, overseas there. Yes. All right. Number five. And number four. Number four. Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yes. Look at that. I get email from these guys in Afghanistan that say they listen. So I guess they're not lying. I guess Slightly ahead yeah. of Af- Afghanistan at number three. Yeah. Australia. All right, Australia. Now, not as cool as you know. Not as cool as my favorite country, but uh, that's. Fine. Now there's a huge, huge jump here between number okay. three and number All two. Right. So now, huge yeah. gap. All right, big, big. Hit the turbo button. Here we that's go. That's right. New Zealand. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Woo! Coming in at number that, two. You know what that is? That's ten years of appearances on the afternoon show in New Zealand. Paying off is what that's that is. right. And we're and by the way, our show's also carried. Uh, this show is carried. Time shifted. On Radio Sport in Auckland, New Zealand. So good job okay. for you guys. Thank you. Nice, yeah. nice. And of course, number one. Number one. Far and away, number one. Yeah. Our uh, our brothers to the north. Oh, Canada. That is correct. Number one. Well, thank you, Canada. Thank we, you, Jason in Ottawa. Yeah, Jason in Ottawa. Manzo. Windsor, when he, you know, Jason in Windsor, when he calls in. Uh, he doesn't call in anymore. Or cow- we lost all our guys in Win- yeah, Cowboy doesn't call anymore. We lost all our Windsor guys. They're apparently this is not the number one station anymore, is it? No, it's not. They're apparently just downloading the podcast. Yeah, they're, they're podcast guys now. Well, thank you for supporting the podcast. And as we say, we love that you listen to the radio show live. You should listen live. But what really pisses off management is the podcast numbers because there are some other shows, and I'm not going to name any names here, they spend a lot more money on, they spend a lot of promotion money on, and it drives them insane when our podcast numbers continue to be better than these highfalutin big time radio stars, uh, we, we, again, you know, we're all family here, so why? I don't want to speak about anyone else. I'm just gonna say that's it's uh, kind of cool. So. Maybe. All right, eating eating cupcakes. Now, uh, I I peeked ahead. You're never supposed to peek ahead in life, but I peeked ahead at Alabama's schedule in 2018, defending their national championship. You see this, Eddie? The 2018 Alabama Crimson Tide schedule. No, I did not see that. Uh, one of the keys to Nick Saban's success, there's two things, great recruiting and great scheduling. Uh, here is the the lineup, some of the non-conference opponents for Alabama in 2018 when college football comes back. They have the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Uh, they also have Louisiana. Pride of Jonesboro, Arkansas. Louisiana Lafayette Ragin' Cajuns. The Citadel Bulldogs will all be visiting Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa. That's a tough schedule, Eddie. Hmm. Not so really. Loaded. No. Of course, your Fresno State Bulldogs and the Colorado State Rams were on the schedule this past year. So hey, Fresno State had a good year. That was a good win for uh, Alabama. Some you know, forty to ten or whatever, forty-one to ten or something like that. But uh, yeah, that's it. So Nick Saban again lining up a murderer's row to come into Bryant Denny Stadium. When you you beat Citadel, Louisiana Lafayette, and Arkansas State, I don't know this kid from Hawaii, right? Tua Tungavailoa. This kid, man, watch it. 
I saw, I loved, I was watching TV and guys were butchering his name. And I felt so proud. I was like, man, I'm not good at a lot of stuff. I suck at a lot of things in life, but I did nail this one. Uh, and I want to see, I hope that IK and Impali last long enough so IK and Impali can sack Tua Tungavailoa and uh, a broadcaster will have a heart attack calling that game on television. But you're almost like a genius because you could say those names, but you can't say Andrea. <laughs> well, again, yet, yet again, uh, this is more proof. Rather than say, boy, Ben, way to go. You're I such just a called great you guy. a genius. No, no, no. no. See, that's a backhanded compliment. No, you know not. it. It's a backhanded compliment. You could have stopped right there. On the Dan Patrick Show, little Danettes, when they're not fawning oh, Dan. Oh, all right, the Danettes, what they do is, oh, Dan, oh, you're so good, Dan. Oh, Dan. Here, you want some more cereal? you, want you some would more be cereal? so bored. If we no, came I would in not. Here, I would not at all. If we came in here, you know, slurping up to you, you would I would, would love not, it. I would no, feel like I'm a big not. radio star. No. No, but you could have stopped. You do like toe licking no. and all that. You talk about it all the time. You could have stopped. if you really want that, all you have to do is pass. You Just give us cash. I, I think I, I don't get paid for this. This is charity. What are you, you talking what you, about? You get what you pay for. I live in another state, Eddie. What are you talking about? If I can afford to, I would live closer to the radio station, but I can't. All right, anyway, it's uh, the, the Ben Rather Show. Well, good luck to Alabama. You see that story? Was it Lane Kiffin said that, that Tua Tungavailoa would have left Alabama if he didn't play in the title game? Did you I see did that? see that, yes. I bet, he, I bet he hopes he would go to Florida Atlantic. <laughs> you buying that? Come on. Really? He might have threatened to leave. You think he was actually going to leave Alabama if that had been the case? I'm skeptical. I don't know. I, one of those guys, though, I don't see sticking around. They're both too good. Jalen Hurts? Yeah. He'll be gone? Or is he Don't you go? think they're too good to be – one of those guys is way too good to be sitting on the bench. Well, Jalen Hurts is <laughs> not a great quarterback. Do you think he's a great quarterback, Jalen Hurts? I think he's a good, very good college quarterback, and he will go start at a lot of different programs if he leaves. They should convert him to running back. He's not going to be an NFL. Yeah, because they don't have any good running backs at Alabama. <laughs> no, but how about a, like a uh, a guy that can shift around? A uh, what was the thing? A Specialist. Five, no, Belichick used to call like a five-tool player. Right, you can do a you can receiver, running back, quarterback. Because that's he could make the kind of like slash back in the day, Cordell Stewart. Because well, yeah, Jalen Hurts could make the NFL in that role. He'd have a shot. He's not going to be a quarterback. Correct. In the NFL. All right, it is uh, like we're worried about his long-term future. All right, we will have Mallard of the third degree. I'm sure he's getting his college education. He'll be fine. Roll Tide. All right, right now, though, Eddie Garcia will give you the latest. We'll have Mallard of the third degree here. Well, we'll start with news from the NFL, where, as expected, the Oakland Raiders have introduced John Gruden as their new head coach, and this is his second stint as head coach of the Raiders. He previously coached them from 98 to 2001 at a record of 38-26, and 2-2 in the postseason with a silver and black. Carolina Panthers fired their offensive coordinator, Mike Schultz, and quarterbacks coach Ken Dorsey, while the Green Bay Packers are reportedly hiring Mike Pettin as their new defensive coordinator. You might remember him, or we might not. Uh, he was briefly the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. College basketball, we had three of the top five teams in the country in action, and a couple of them had close calls. Number two, West Virginia gets by Baylor 57-54. Third, Eric Virginia down Syracuse 68-61. And number five, Purdue slips by Michigan on the road 70-69. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Now, Ben, obviously we had a very eventful national title game in college football. Alabama beating Georgia in overtime for the title. There is a report that a quarterback from one of the teams is transferring. And we're not talking about Jalen Hurts. 
Oh. Uh, we're talking about Jacob Eason from Georgia. Now, he Georgia. was a starter last year, started the season this year as a starter, got hurt in the first game, yeah. replaced by Jake Fromm, and then never saw the field again. Now, Eason is a sophomore. He's from the state of Washington, and the reports say he is going back home to attend the University of Washington. So he'll still be a dog. That is, that is accurate, and a dog with a W as well, yeah. Yeah, but it's a, it's they D-O-G-S is how they do the dogs, or do they do it the same I thought, way? They I do thought it? there was a W for uh, Georgia as well. Oh, is it? Okay. D-A-W-G. Dogs. dogs. How do you spell, for your dogs, that you have a dog, or a couple, you have two dogs or one dog? Uh, I have two dogs, yeah. and I am a bulldog at Fresno okay. State. Do you spell all it? D-O-G-S. Yeah. Traditional dogs. Traditional dogs, yeah. not the D-A-W-G-S. Not the yeah, dogs. Gotcha. Dogs and dogs. All right, so Ben Mather show. Speaking of Jake Fromm, uh, I saw several listeners sent me these old tweets that he had sent out from a couple a couple years ago. Old tweets never die, Ben. Yeah, I guess not. And uh, I guess he went to he went to Bama on a recruiting visit, and uh, Bama he uh, he had a picture with Nick Saban there, and uh, it was uh, some interesting stuff from Jake there. In fact, one of the tweets he announced he was committed to the University of Alabama. And it uh, didn't quite work out for him there. He's now, of course, at Georgia. All right, uh, we will have – in fact, you know, uh, let's take a call. We haven't done that, and then we'll get to Mallory. Should we, should we take a call real quick? Let's go to – let's see here. How about we say hello to Damien in Oceanside, who's on Fox Sports Radio, and uh, he's the guy that he can't sleep, and he calls us up. What's going on, Damien? What's up, Ben? Yeah. What's, up with, what's up with all them glory holes tonight? No, that was yesterday. See, that was that was yes. That was the theme of well, yesterday's show. I, you, you, you still got I, I that. I listen to you. I should, I'm a lot more tired tonight. I didn't sleep. Yeah. I didn't go to sleep since last night. I, and I I lost big at the casino. Fell skateboarding and broke myself on. But I got a free lobster and steak dinner. So how much so, money you were at the casino? And how much money did you have to lose to get a free uh, lobster dinner? Uh, too much, like five hundred sixty dollars. So okay, so if you lose five, so you you really spent five hundred sixty dollars on the lobster dinner is what you spent, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. All right, that's great. Yeah. Are, you, are you gonna sleep all day today? Is that your plan? You're gonna go to bed right now? You're gonna sleep all day? I, I'm. I'm I, I fell asleep. He woke me up when he asked when I was on hold. I, 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 so. Oh, so you were. So we woke you up. You would. You would called up. And you fell asleep listening to my brilliant Mallard monologue about Norv Turner. Completely understandable. And and then uh, and now you woke up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, any any dreams? Uh, now yesterday you had the dream. You had Jerry Jones. Any dreams that you would like to share with us tonight? Well, uh, my girlfriend made me a, one of those dream cat was Indian things. Those dream catchers. I have one in my room. I've been having oh, dreams the last two nights since, since you made it. I don't that, know if it could work or not. That's a scam. When you wish upon a star. Watch out! Be careful, because she's going to get you a salt lamp, and if she gets you one of those, you're going to get married. If she ends up getting you, run, run, hey, run to the hills. If she gets you a lamp made out of salt, Ben. Yeah. What? What do you, what do you, what do you think about the battle for LA next? Being the Charger, the Rams are going to do better next uh, it's year. It's an intensive battle. It's uh, the first one to get 17 fans is going to be the winner. Big Pretty battle. So, look, have you? Have you? I have a, I'm from Redondo Beach. Like, are you, yeah. you still living in the South Bay area? I'm familiar, yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. What's up with Hollywood Park? Does it look all crazy now with the new stadium? Well, they, the, they haven't – you're talking about the NFL stadium? They haven't uh, – They haven't. it's it's under construction. It's big, okay. but it's well, not – you can't – it's going to be massive gonna, when it's done. Yeah, that's going to be Yeah, insane. I was going to ask, like, if the Rams yeah. and Chargers why don't, why don't you just go aren't getting fans now, are, do you think they're going to get fans in three uh, uh, years? Now you're rambling. See, now you're rambling. You need to go to sleep. You're rambling, and I, I must <laughs> hang up on you. 
Uh, go to bed, please. Thank you. That's Damien, the Ramblin' Man from uh, Oceanside. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox. On Fox as we uh, yap away. Uh, here's a guy who says, I'm listening right now in Toledo, Ohio on AM 1230. El Guapo says he's representing the Bay Area. A lot of reaction to those podcast ratings that are out. A lot of reaction. Uh, Robbie the Mariner fan says, Jalen Hurts' upside is a taller but probably slower Braxton Miller. Or Hurts could play strong safety. He has the build for that. So Robbie's football analysis, he's a scout. He's a future NFL scout. That's how he's going to do it. Uh, we will have uh, Mallard of the third degree. We're going to push that back. Time shifted here. We'll get to that. Also, here's the Insta trivia. Heading into play on Tuesday night, heading into the uh, the NBA schedule on Tuesday night, Blank had committed the most personal fouls in the NBA this season. Again, heading into play on Tuesday night, Blank had committed the most personal fouls in the NBA this season. That is the Insta Trivia. Answer next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. You can follow Ben on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco fan. I <laughs> wish I could pull off those suits. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll have Maller to the third degree here momentarily, but the Insta Trivia heading into play on Tuesday night. Blank had committed the most personal fouls in the NBA this season. That's the question. What's the answer? Fill in the blank. Funhouse is going with Bo Outlaw. Good name. Good guy, Bo Outlaw, from back in the day. The Nature Boy, Ric Flair from Rob in Vegas. Rod, the ambassador to Bakersfield's going with DeMarcus Cousins is his answer. Ronnie Sykley from Rob in Minnesota. The Rock Dog Cat checks in with Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is his answer. Let's see. Can't read that one on the air. Looking around here. Uh, Vinny Delavadova, guessed by Tequila Man. It's somewhat close. Just Josh says it's Bill Lame Beer. Ron Artest from Joseph. Laval Ball, thrown out by Bob. Harvey Weinstein from Mr. Wonderful. That's his guess. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Is it Draymond Green? Uh, no. It's not Bill Cosby either. El Guapo went with that. What happened to the Cosby? We haven't seen Bill Cosby in a while, right? Is he, is he still on trial somewhere? He's, uh, he's keeping a low profile. Staying out of the spotlight. Probably laughing at Harvey Weinstein, his guess. Hey, welcome to the club. All right, uh, the correct answer, Eddie, is uh, none other. This is exciting here. You ready for the answer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns. Of your Minnesota Timberwolves. Very close, though. Carl Anthony Towns had committed two more personal fouls than DeMarcus Cousins. Let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And away we go for the third degree. We bring in the Coop de Loop, the master of ceremonies. Ben, Steph Curry recently said that he would do, quote, whatever it takes to be part of an ownership group for the Ooh, Carolina well, Panthers. Uh, some people in Hollywood have different uh, ideas. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, he, he even confirmed having conversations with uh, P. Diddy. 
<laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure show those very, very deep conversations. Yeah. yeah. He, he's also uh, been very outspoken about wanting to own an NFL uh, yeah. team. Well, not just any NFL team, though. He is a big fanboy for the Carolina Panthers. That's he loves right. Yeah. Ben, is there any chance whatsoever that we see a Curry Diddy ownership group? Yeah, I, I would say, Coopin, I think I'm being realistic here. I don't think I'm being too harsh. There's a better chance of the NFL adding an expansion franchise in Pyongyang, the capital of North Korea. I believe that is more likely to happen than this group winning a bid to own the Carolina Panthers. A, this is a classic publicity stunt by Diddy. He is goofing on everybody, and people are buying it here. The the Panthers have Cam Newton. Now, granted, I'm not a big Cam Newton guy, but he is their quarterback, for better or worse, for the next handful of years. Diddy said his dream is to buy the Carolina franchise and then sign Colin Kaepernick as his quarterback. Can you really take the man seriously? Sean Combs has a net worth of somewhere in the neighborhood of $800 million. The Panthers are worth $2.3 billion. The math does not work, even with some other investors there, uh, unless he's Derek Jeter 2.0, and there's a group of penny-pinching hedge fund guys that come in, and even then, he's the face of the ownership group, so that would have to be signed off on. And B, Charlotte is the home to banking, uh, motorsports, a number of food and business companies based in Charlotte. Their headquarters are in Charlotte. The smart money says that one of the, the good old boys from NASCAR, one of those NASCAR groups, ends up dipping their toe in NFL waters. Now, that does not mean that Steph Curry will be left out in the dark here. He's got options. Like, you could get a ceremonial ownership stake. If Steph Curry wanted 2% of the, the Panthers, if they sell for what they're supposed to sell for, $2.3 billion, using my math, uh, if Steph's got an extra $46 million, he can get 2% of the Carolina Panthers. So he could, he could become a, a small bid owner in the team. All right, next... NFL ratings for Wild Card Weekend were down substantially from last season, but Roger Goodell doesn't seem too worried. He reiterated that the NFL is still dominant on TV, outdrawing every other sport and most other entertainment. He noted that 37 of the 50 most watched programs on TV were NFL events. Benny's not wrong. Yeah. So do you think that the decline will eventually plateau to still dominant levels, or will they keep falling? Well, I'm shocked that the commissioner did not admit that there's an issue with the ratings going down in the NFL. I would have suspected that he would be very transparent and very honest, because you know that's how Roger Goodell operates. But no, here's what I think is going to happen. The numbers are going to continue to go down. They go down slightly year after year here. Number one, I'll tell you why. Part of this is a market correction. The NFL is competing against many forms of entertainment. Their product has not been great. We saw lots of people find other things to do, not not exactly missing the NFL, but that apathy, that is the problem here. The apathy is what is has got to be concerning behind closed doors at the NFL's office. If you're losing over a million television viewers to your product every year and your product is dependent on television income, eventually – there is a point of no return. There's a point of demarcation where you're screwed. And number two, the NFL could go a long way in helping stop the bleeding by trying to non-politicize football. You had football viewers boycotting. There was a recent survey that came out this week said that people that didn't watch football, the percentage of people didn't watch, they, a lot of them didn't watch in support of Donald Trump. A lot of them didn't watch in solidarity with players kneeling. So you had on both sides of the aisle people not watching the NFL. It is a battle that Roger Goodell cannot win. 33% of football fans said they purposely stopped watching or attending games 
this season, and Goodell doesn't think there's a problem. This is the old boiling frog, uh, NFL games. Yeah, you, you keep playing with this political fire, and it's bad for business. You're not going to end up in a good spot. Next. All right, Ben, some hot stove talk. All right. I'm all about I'm all about baseball, talking baseball. We've been hearing talk lately about negotiations between yeah. the Red Sox and J.D. Martinez. That's right. However, a recent report says that they are sta- at a stalemate because the Sox refused to give Martinez more than a five-year deal. Okay. But, of course, he's represented by Scott Boris, so yeah. he's, you know. He's my guy. That, very, uh, that Newport Beach compound. Yeah, yeah, he's very adamant about getting what he wants. Sure. Ben, being a newly adopted Bostonian. That's correct. Yes. Do you think that the Sox are right to play hardball here? Well, here's my perspective, and I've talked a lot about J.D. Martinez uh, when I've done that show occasionally in Boston. My perspective on this, it's not about playing hardball. It's about beating against yourself. The Red Sox don't want to be beating against themselves. First of all, I believe J.D. Martinez would thrive at Fenway Park, but there appears to be little interest outside of Boston, right? So teams are not trying to sledgehammer the door down to make J.D. Martinez an offer. So don't if you're the Red Sox, don't be the fool here. Don't be the jester. And second, it ain't my money. There's no legit salary cap in baseball. J.D. Martinez is a terrific power hitter. He would help narrow the gap between the Yankees and the Red Sox and give the Red Sox a legit power bat in the middle. Would he catapult the Red Sox to the World Series? Probably not, but he's a better player than what they currently have. And, uh, so again, not my money. There it is. Mallard to the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you pass this edition. That's a winner! Well, that's almost as exciting as some new True Car commercials coming up. We have that. I'd like to alert everyone, new True Car commercials. Yes. On the other side of the globe, the magic that is LaVar Ball. Continuing on and on and on, we will discuss the latest twist the latest turn. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It has been a parade of statements and declarations against LeVar Ball. It's continued all week after LeVar pointed out that uh, Luke Walton's in over his head as coach of the Lakers. I think his record in L.A. would prove that out to be correct. You don't have to be an insider to know that. But rather than focus on the incompetence of Luke Walton as an NBA coach, instead the NBA community has circled the wagons, and they are ready to defend their man and they've done it by attacking the guy that said the thing you can't say about Luke Walton. Now, Rick Carlisle, who is the head of the NBA Coaches Association, he led the way on this. And uh, there have been many a coach that have followed up on this. The orchestrated campaign to defend Luke Walton by tearing down LeVar Ball. Among coaches that have been outspoken on this, you've brought Brad Stevens, uh, Greg Popovich, Stan Van Gundy, Steve Kerr and a number of other coaches who have, again, defended. They've bunkered down in support of the embattled Laker coach. But here's the thing. Not everybody, not everybody in the NBA is slamming LeVar Ball. In fact, an owner, did you see this? An owner has come out in support of the father of two Lithuanian basketball players. Now, if you've not heard this, you might have missed it. Future presidential candidate Mark Cuban has made his support known. Now, the the owner of the Mavericks, ironically, Rick Carlisle, 
That's his boss. Uh, now, now, here's what Mark Cuban had to say. He pointed out that LeVar Ball could actually be good for the NBA. Now, Cuban compared LeVar to a former NBA player, a Hall of Famer, a generational talent, and someone who's possibly going to change the world by giving us world peace. I'm not talking about meta world peace. I'm talking about Dennis Rodman. Mark Cuban compared LeVar Ball to Dennis Rodman. Here's the quote. Here's the quote. Uh, There's an old saying in the stock game that you go loud and go long, Cuban declared. Now, LeVar Ball, this is the quote continued, LeVar Ball has to keep saying crazy stuff to stay relevant, Cuban pointed out. He's actually good for the NBA in a perverse way because he gets casual fans' attention. Uh, This is what I want to talk to you about. Now, Cuban continued here. He said, it's Dennis Rodman all over again. The only thing left for LeVar Ball to do is to put on a dress. That's the quote. So let's let's get into this here. And if the dress had a big baller brand logo on it, my man LeVar would do it. He would absolutely do it. The question is, do you agree with Mark Cuban when he says that LeVar Ball is actually good for the NBA because it helps – casual fans and gets them involved. Absolutely. In fact, I have been saying this kind of thing for many, many months. Uh, My perspective on this, you've got harmless, empowering, and you've got marketing. And I will link all of these things together. I'll link them all together. Now, A, the Mavericks coach, Rick Carlisle, his little hissy fit, and call to action where he got all these other NBA coaches together and said, okay, you have to say something bad, you have to say something bad, you have to say something nasty about LeVar Ball. Uh, it's ridiculous. Right? It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Now, Carlisle in particular called LeVar a threat, which is absolute rubbish. LeVar Ball is a lot of things. He is not a threat. LeVar is a carnival barker. He's a self-promoting sideshow. He's entertaining. He's also harmless. And Carlisle and these other NBA coaches and their little choreographed counterattack against LeVar Ball, this backfired. It backfired. You've actually played in, like putty, you've played into LeVar's hands. And I don't even know that LeVar knew this was going to happen, but this is how it worked out. Because what you have done, these NBA coaches, Stan Van Gundy and Popovich and Steve Kerr and all these others saying, oh, no, don't listen to him. Doto, Stan Van Gundy threatened to not talk to a network, a television network his brother Jeff Van Gundy works for. Does that mean he's not going to talk to his brother Jeff Van Gundy? How's that going to work out? That'd be interesting. Maybe they don't talk to each other. But what you've done is you've helped out LeVar. This is empowering for LeVar Ball, that he is sitting in a hotel suite in Lithuania and a continent away, and these millionaire NBA coaches are having a temper tantrum because of what he said. Oh, poo-poo. Now, Mark Cuban himself, I would put him in the novelty act. He's got the reality TV show. He's a self-promoter, the whole deal. He understands as a self-promoter, Cuban, the power of shock and awe, right? LeVar Ball has rode the coattails of his kids. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Uh, LeVar was a failed practice squad player in the NFL, and now he is a not quite a household name, but he's certainly close. He's got his own bl- brand, a global brand. You got a kid in the NBA. You got two other Lithuanian professional basketball players. 
it, it is driving people mad. It's driving them mad. This is the social media age. LeVar Ball is winning. He is. And every NBA person that gets their panties into a bunch here is helping to promote the big baller brand. They're doing it. Is LeVar Ball arrogant? Yeah, absolutely he's arrogant. Does he shamelessly and brazenly promote the big baller brand and his kids? Absolutely he does, of course. But you know what? People are eating it up. Enough people are eating it up where it's annoying and it's a nuisance for these people in the NBA. And they have this thing called ratings and page views and things like that where media companies are graded. And the reason that LeVar Ball keeps getting interviewed and people pay attention to what he has to say is because people read it. People watch it. They listen to it. It gets a reaction. Now, the question has been asked by some, and I get email about this every time we bring up LeVar Ball. The question is, is he a one-hit wonder? We don't know the answer to that. Is this a fad? Is it a trend? Is it going to stand the test of time? Probably not. But remember, people have compared LeVar Ball, and I we did it as well here, to Car- the Kardashians, to Kim Kardashian. Well, Kim Kardashian turned a porn tape into a family business. She's a porn star, Kim Kardashian. If, if I had said to you, if we'd been together, me and you, 15 years ago, 2003, right, 2003, me and you were, were together, hanging out. And I was here in 2003, so maybe I talked to you in 2003. But we were together 15 years ago, and uh, Kim Kardashian, that Ray J uh, sex tape gets out. There. And if I had said to you on the radio, if I'd said here on Fox Sports Radio, 15 years from now, because she did a sex tape, Kim Kardashian will have a net worth of $175 million. You would have said, you're full of crap. You didn't know what you're talking about. That's what you're doing overnights. You suck. You blow. That's what you would have said. But you know what? Here we are in 2018. Kim Kardashian, $175 million net worth. The entire family's worth a ton of money. You would have laughed at me, and she's laughing all the way to the bank. LeVar Ball has a ways to go to get to that rarefied air. He's got to sell a lot of shoes. He's got to get the TV show going, the whole thing. But he's on his way. He is on his way. He's closer to that than he is to being bankrupt. And and the parting shot on this, it is simple marketing. It is so simple marketing here. LeVar Ball has gotten millions and millions of dollars of free advertising. We've done it. Television, internet, the amount of free ad dollars that the big baller brand has gotten is staggering. You know how much money big corporations like Ford, McDonald's, um, you know, different airlines, American Airlines, United, Delta. You know how much they spend on advertising? What they would give to get the amount of free publicity that LeVar Ball's gotten. So, oh, it's bad publicity. Well, any publicity is good publicity, as they say, unless you're Harvey Weinstein. Uh, so, I mean, these these think pieces uh, about, oh, no, we're, we're above this. We are. We're above this. Uh, we're adults here. We're not doing juvenile things like LeVar Ball. You just look like a douche. Uh, when you say that kind of stuff, because it's not dissuading people from following the shtick that LeVar Ball is providing. So here's my advice, and I think this is what the NBA should do. Embrace LeVar Ball. He ain't going away. You know, you're pushing him away, and y- you look like the old guy get off my lawn, Rick Carlisle, Stan Van Gundy, Steve Kerr, these guys. He ain't going anywhere. He's not. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and we will take your calls on that. If you would like to be part, the number, 
99 on Fox. There's a line open for you, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller. You can be part of the festivities. And Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia is right, uh, right over there. Yeah, I, I would uh, go ahead. No, no, I just. You, you no, I was just going to say. Uh, no, I just think it's. Uh, I, I, you know, Rick Carlisle and uh, Stan Van Gundy and these guys, aren't they giving Lavara Ball more of a platform by commenting on this? Wouldn't the appropriate thing to do, since as they, since I agree with them that this is absurd and not worth reporting on or talking about, but. When you talk about it and you make it a bigger deal, then that's just playing into his hands. So, yeah. I mean, just ignore it is, is what should be done by it. Nobody takes it seriously. It's all entertainment value. It's, well, I, mean, I want to see, though, when like the Pistons have a game coming up on the four letters. Like, let's say if I'm the four letter, I would send Jeff Van Gundy to call the game and then have Stan Van Gundy not talk to his brother before, because he wants to make a statement yeah. about well, it. Well, he might actually not care about <laughs> might actually not care about talking and, to his brother. Yeah. So. Uh, I saw Jeff Goodman, part of the Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association, yeah. Jeff Goodman, who said that Rick Carlisle and Stan Van Gundy, they don't know what's going on with the Lakers better than LeVar Balda. Would you disagree with that? Uh, I would say they, that none of them know what's going on with the Lakers. But I would think LeVar Ball would have a better idea. He talks to Alonzo. Alonzo's like a robot, right? Whatever uh, LeVar wants him to do, Alonzo does. So I would think that's part of the deal, right? Well, Alonzo is not saying what LeVar is saying, so I think LeVar is saying what he wants the narrative to be. I think he's... Do you think Alonzo is uh, completely different than his father? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. You do? Yeah, they're, I don't. Com- they're completely different people. I, I, don't, I, I think that, well, obviously, Alonzo's not, he's reserved, he's more of a... An introvert than an extrovert like LeVar Ball. But, yes, that makes the, big, the opposite. L- when Lonzo Ball was asked over the weekend about Luke Walton, he gave one of those soft, pathetic answers. He didn't exactly come running out to defend Luke Walton. It wasn't like, God, man, this is my coach. I don't want to see him ever fired and all that. He was like, yeah, whatever. He's kind of going through the motions. Well, that, but that's his personality. I mean, he, he doesn't say anything. That's how you interpret that. But you could say if he's, oh, if he's okay. totally different than his father, wouldn't he come out and say, "Well, no, no, this is my da- my dad's completely no, wrong. I'm not going to no, talk to my dad, dad anymore." His dad is a blowhard, and his son doesn't say anything. That's completely opposite. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I uh, I love Levar. I think he's great, and uh, I'm all you in. Would. And I'm in the majority. Eddie. You're the you're the angry old guy. You're the old man. Uh, you're the uh, get off my lawn guy. That is you, Eddie. Uh, that's the way you interpret it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm right. I'm with the young people. Yeah. You're you with the old you, people. You always say that. You're the yeah. old buttoned-up uh, guy there. Yeah. And you're, I, you're you're with uh, the people that uh, you know want to uh, throw money at this this huckster. Uh, and well, they're uh, not throwing money at him. They're merely watching. Some people are trying. Apparently, they're trying to buy his uh, crappy shoes, and they're getting screwed. Uh, it's because this guy is a terrible businessman and doesn't know what he's doing. All he can do is talk, and people like you eat it up. Go ahead, enjoy. I'm enjoying. More, 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 more. Give me more. I need now more. Now went up to $3 billion. Yeah, that's right. He'll get there. He'll get to $3 billion. Eventually, he'll get to $3 billion. Please. Again, look at this. But uh, Lonzo, when uh, he was asked about uh, Luke Walton, he uh, said, I just play basketball. I just play basketball. All right. I will take your calls, 877-99 on Fox, if you would like to be part. And uh, let's see here. Where do we go? Weed Man Hippie is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Weed Man Hippie. 
Dad, South Beach. I love you. There he I'm is. Still on hold in Boston. You are still on hold. I will stay on hold there, and eventually we'll get to you here. Eventually we'll get to you. Yes. Yeah, I guess so. Yes, there were some uh, technical, a uh, technical difficulties, though, Weedman, that were beyond my my control. You didn't know I was there, even if you weren't. I was not. But I will hopefully, if everything gets worked out. If not, I will not be there. But that's out of my okay, control, but, also. Yes. You know, I am trying to be friendly to your Boston audience. But you, I, you gotta focus. You can't. You gotta compart. You gotta look at where you are. Live in the moment, weed man. You're all over the place. You're all. I'm over just trying to be friendly. I want to okay. tell them Tom Brady's but the you, greatest see, quarterback here, let me ever. Tell you, let me tell you what happens here. All right, I've I figured you out, weed man. All right, this is like with Benny and the weed man. You can't yeah. just get to the point. And so what happens is you do this nonsense, right? Okay, I'll get all, to the point. No, 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 listen to me. me you're all point. over the map. You start with non you're not Mr. Non sequitur. You bounce all over the place. You're like a racquetball bouncing all over the place. And then I love by the time you want to play? No, I don't. By the time you get to the point, you get kaboom is what you get. Because you go you, you can't just get right to it. You got to smooze. You're a schmoozer. Well, you should give me one minute to at least breathe and make a point. You've had not, 90 seconds I'm, already. Tick, 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 tick. 90 seconds you've had. Go ahead. You don't love me. Okay. No, no, so, no, no. Don't start with that again. You do the same thing. You do oh, the same. Lithuania now, and LeVar Ball. Okay? Yeah, Lithuania. Lithuania that's right. And LeVar Ball. You ever been that's to right. Lithuania, Weedman? I think every person that does violence should be in Lithuania. That's how you fix the world. What do you have against the people of Lithuania? I just love, it doesn't have to be Lithuania. I'm well, saying, didn't they already do that with Australia? They sent all the criminals to Australia, and now it's like it's paradise. Well, I think that's a wonderful idea, and I think the dividing idea. line is violence. If you so, are someone who does what, violence, what if you get arrested for drugs? Should they send you somewhere else? Or? No, no, no. No, 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 of course happy, not. Happy, happy. Sexing drugs are happy. Yeah. Violence is wrong. Hey, Ben, listen to this. Tua Tago. Yeah. All right. Well, that uh, that went pretty well. Now he's going to send a bunch of nasty messages complaining and all that. That's uh, that's next, right? That'll happen? I assume that's uh, is that going to happen? No. All right. So uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll take some uh, more phone calls uh, on the other side. As they say, 877 877- 99 on Fox, 877-996-6369 if you would like to be part. A bigger deal than the NBA. Bigger deal than the NBA. We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive these shady late-night characters on Twitter. You can follow Ben on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller, and you can follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Danny. His last name's a mystery to most, but you can follow him at Danny G Radio. And at the top of your lungs, scream, where are the white women at? And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Ernie writes in, he says, Ben, my New Year's resolution was hopefully to not hear Weed Man's voice, but that's been blown. So now I'm going to make another New Year's resolution, but it'll be the Chinese New Year. So that's uh, from Ernie. So, Hey, Weed Man, how do you feel? Ernie didn't want to hear your voice all of 2018. 
Uh, that wasn't a drop, was it? That was uh, that was actually the real McCoy. That was the real deal. Yeah, that was the real deal. All right, let's see. He's like Krusty the Clown. Is he laughing? Let's see here. Uh, Weed Man, are you there? Weed Man. Uh, all right, bigger than the NBA. We'll get to that here coming up momentarily. Angry Bill is somewhere in Florida, and he's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Angry Bill. What about a nine-year-old girl? We're also going to have Tinderoni tips later this hour and too much or not enough. So if you want to play too much or not enough, call now. Call now. We'll open the line up for you if you want to play the game show. We'll get to that here. Uh, yes, Angry Bill, go. Uh, being a monster moron, a little bit like you, Ben, the scenario with this LeVar Ball is going to be eventually going to call his son into the office and say, look, tell your old man to shut the heck up. Well, they've already, they've, already, they've already done that. They did that oh, before, no. They did that early in the year, stupid. You don't even no. know what's going on. You're uneducated. No. Why, don't you, why don't you let me finish? Because you don't then, know what you're talking about. Your first statement is incorrect. They already Magic Johnson already had a meeting with LeVar Ball before the season. Keep going. Okay. What other in, incorrect things do you want to say? Okay, then they're just going to hand him a check and say, go, go play basketball somewhere else, and he's going to be yeah. the capnick of basketball. That's right. The, num- the, the number, the number two them. pick in the NBA draft, they're yeah. going to let release the number two pick. Is that exactly. what they're going to do? Yes. Exactly. I'm now, sure they will next- say, we've made a mistake. That's an error, and we're, we're going to fire you. Exactly. Right. That's what they're going to do. Now, another point I want to make with this being your California is voted the number one listener to your show. There's only one reason for that, Ben is that they sit up all night watching their houses get washed away. So they have to. They have nothing else to listen to. Florida is your number one listener. No, that's incorrect, actually. That's incorrect. Yes. That's, uh, yes. That'd be, that'd be, a, that'd be erroneous because information. All, all the rednecks. Ben, people yeah, yeah. people died in Santa Barbara I'm County. I'm aware of that. So, I am aware of that. Yeah, so. It's angry uh, Bill. He definitely gets one of these. Oh, okay. Jerk. Schmuck. Hey. Another... Uh, Another wonderful phone call from him. Why can't he take a hiatus? Why? Why? Uh, there's a guy. He's more committed to the show than I am. There's no. There's never a sabbatical with Angry Bill. And every night, man. Every night, there he is doing his thing. Right, Casimir is in uh, in Northern California on Fox Sports Radio. What's going on, Casimir? Mr. Maller, thank you for taking my call. Good morning to you, sir. What's going on? What you got, man? Hey, uh, the the baller thing. Uh, this is my theory. Is the NBA is so freaking boring that, and then, and we're like a WWE uh, community, man. We need personalities. Whether they win or lose, we don't care. We still show up to watch Hulk Hogan, or you know, that's my air. And, and I just said the NBA is so boring. Now I'm a Warriors fan. I mean, but dude, I love the We Believe years because those guys could kick the crap out. I'm one of these guys that, you know, I want my athletes to be freaks. The guy that beat me up or something. And now I'm a UFC fan, and I watch these women. And I put all my money on Chris Cyborg to kick the crap out of Stephen Curry. And so I can't watch. It's hard to watch men's sports today. And there's no personality. I'm glad the NFL started letting the guys celebrate after a touchdown. Because yeah. sports is just becoming boring now. What do you think, sir? Uh, well, I, I'm not going to go that. I'm not going to go that far. I make my living talking about sports. But it would be more fun. I don't, I don't disagree with your premise that – I, I like the personalities. I, you're, we're very similar in that respect. Guys like Eddie, they want everyone to be boring and dull and all that. And for them, they love the sports that are going on today. But for people like us, it's not easy. This job well, ain't that easy because these guys with personality get poo-pooed. I mean, it's kind of like uh, 
I'm not trying to, the geeks or whatever have taken over sports and they don't know how to run it. You know, that's why you see these goofy rules and, and, um, you know, like I'm kind of getting tired of watching like defense. I'm a defensive guy and I'm tired of watching defensive guys get hurt or them missing tackles because they, they pull up before they hit them because they're afraid to get fined. And then it just looks bad. I mean, yeah. the sports well, in the, general. The hit zone in the NFL is two ribs. There's two ribs you're allowed to hit, and if you go above or below those ribs, you can't hit every one of the ribs. There's only two ribs in the middle of the chest. You can hit that, but if you go any other place, that's it. You're you're doomed. And, and now, before I leave, who who would you have your money on, Chris Cyborg or uh, Stephen Curry? I'll take the answer off first. All right, uh, I love off air. I love it's an old cliche. I love. Uh, yeah, answer that, sir. Why you got again? Because the no, man respect. We have, we have a bond, me and Casmir. We have a bond. In Walnut Creek, why must you poo-poo that? Uh, no, I, I think Cyborg would kill Steph Curry. Steph Curry Steph Curry's the kind of guy you want making a jump shot for you. You don't want him in a street fight, right? Am I correct in that? Like if you're, if you, how about this? If you're in an alley, dark alley, late at night, you know, it's four in the morning, and you're, you're by yourself, and it's you realize it's a dead end alley, and you're stuck, and you turn around to go back, and the person walking towards you is Cyborg. Or the person Steph Curry, who are you afraid of? Cyborg. You'd go Cyborg. Well, bigger than the NBA. How about this one? Uh, this is great, Eddie. The Lithuanian debut, for all intents and purposes here, the Angelo and Lamelo Ball <sighs> was broadcast on Facebook, and they drew 1.6 million people to watch. A Lithuanian basketball game on Facebook. Now, keep in mind, the average NBA game gets 202,000 viewers. Your average NBA broadcast, you're continuing, you know, considering all the bad teams and the good teams, your average NBA game on TV gets 1.4 million. LeVar Ball on Facebook. Now, I know they've got a bigger pool, right, because Facebook's global. It's everywhere. I get that. But 1.6 million people watched, and they put the big baller brand logo on the court the officials were wearing big baller brand shirts. It was, uh, it was the big top. It was uh, marvelous. It was yeah. just wonderful. If you watch that game, you are a loser. Well, 1.6 million people then, Eddie, are losers. I agree. That's your opinion. I love it. And I hear there's a bunch of games coming up, too. This is going to be a whole tournament. Well, that's exciting what, news a, for dopes like you. A welcome to Lithuania tournament for the, for the, for the balls. <laughs> All right, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show. Too much or not enough, we get to that. And uh, then later on, Tinderoni Tips with Danny G. Right now, Eddie Garcia is here on Fox with the latest. Eddie? Well, news from the NFL where the Oakland Raiders introduced John Gruden as their new head coach for the second time in their history. Gruden, of course, coached the Silver and Black from 1998 to 2001. He had a record of 38-26, and 2-2 and two in the postseason now. He's back for a second stint. Carolina Panthers fired their offensive coordinator, Mike Shula, as well as quarterbacks coach Ken Dorsey, while the Green Bay Packers reportedly going to hire Mike Pettin as their new defensive coordinator. He was briefly the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. College basketball, 12 ranked teams were in action. Two of them lost. It was number 9 Oklahoma beating number 8 Texas Tech, 75-65, while Marquette knocked off 13th ranked Seton Hall, 84-64. This support is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. 
Ben, back to the NFL where Bills general manager Brandon Bean said there may have been a misunderstanding in the exchange where Jaguars defensive end Yannick Ngakwe accused. Yes. I got Ngakwe right and then accused wrong. Uh, You were so proud of yourself for getting Ngakwe right. right. Bills guard Richie Incognito uh, was accused of using a racial slur during their game on Sunday. Now, which racial slur did he say, Eddie? Well, we don't know because Ngakwe said he would not repeat what it was. Was it the big one? Was it the N-word? Uh, I, we don't know because well, what, uh, what other what other word would it have been? I, I don't know. Just we, say it's the N word. I I would like to. What but other word Ngakwe, would it be? Ngakwe says, uh, I don't remember, but you know, he said what he said. He knows what he said. I don't gotta repeat it. End quote. Well, so I don't know what he said. Well, there's no way to know unless who was doing that game was it CBS? I think they have it on on audio. I mean, what are, what are we gonna go through the tapes? That, I'd like to hear what these guys say in the. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the again, the GM of the Bills says it was just a misunderstanding, and uh, that's Incognito. Code, that, that's code for Richie Incognito is a really good offensive lineman. Go pound sand. Incognito has reportedly tried to reach out to Ngakwe, and uh, he doesn't want to talk to him. So I let it. Who cares? Go away. Remember when Incognito was uh, in that bullying scandal? And no, he, I don't remember that he, at all. No, no. My favorite part of that was when he took the baseball bat to the car on TMZ. You remember that? And no, he destroyed. No, I don't that. You're no fun. Yeah, and I know why you don't like LeVar Ball. I, I, you don't, you're not fun. Yeah, LeVar Ball is just a barrel of laughs. He is? Yeah. 1.6 million. Losers. 1.6 million. Losers. Uh, just Josh says, I strongly endorse Angry Bill for the worst call of the year. He seems like he's earned it. Uh, Bella agrees. Yeah, it's going to be hard to dethrone. We've had some bad calls, but Angry Bill, consistency of performance of crap. Uh, Angry Bill would have to be in the lead. We are coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. All right, too much or not enough. You go five for five. You join the exclusive 50-50 club and we'll give you two golden tickets, but all you have to do is get three out of five right. We've got options here. We got options. And uh, I am going to blindly pick someone here. I'm thinking, uh, wait, I, th- I think that Kubalu, I think that might be the right here, Coop. Look up, Coop. Is that probably the one to go with, right? Yeah? No? Yeah. We're doing hand signs here. We could, no, 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 not that one. How, yeah, yeah, that was, that was the one. Or I could do, I could do that one. No, I could do that one or that one. Which one? You want this one or that one? I won't announce my pronoun until Coop decides. Go ahead, Koopaloop. Let's go with that one. Wait, okay, that one. I was, that was my first choice. Uh, but then we could have gone Who? with we could have gone with this one, but we didn't do that one. We're gonna go with Who? that one. I don't even know what this means. Well, Who's this, on first? This, what? This one I'm I'm not even too sure is a real person. Okay, if that's a fake, we won't go with the so, fake. So let's go with that one. All right, we'll go with that one. We're gonna go with this one. And that that what the hell did that? I don't even know what that was. Robbie the Mariner fan. Hello, Robbie. Hey Ben, there he is, right now. Robbie does these Maller marathons all the time. He's very loyal, and he's he's a very active member of the Twitter community, uh, and he's going to be a big celebrity lawyer eventually. That's what's going to yeah, happen. Hopefully. Yeah. All right, well, let's play the game. No small talk. Are you in school, Robbie? Is that what you're doing these days? Yeah, I got classes in the afternoon, so I'm, it's, it's easy to listen at night. So. Oh, good. All right. And what's your 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 end game is law, right? You want to go to law school? Is that the point? Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. All right, good. Good for you. 
Uh, we need more lawyers. All right, uh, here we go. No, we don't. Yep, I know. Every year there's 80,000 new lawyers. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, clear your throat. All right, here we go. What the hell's going on here? All right, this was the one we chose. All right, uh, I know, I'm kidding. On line one, uh, you're on line five. Here we go. Try Take two. All right, question number one. Alabama is the fifth team to win the national title a year after losing in the championship game. Is that too much or not enough? Uh, too much. He says too much. Is he right? That is correct. Alabama is the third team to do so. They join Florida State and Clemson, uh, Florida State 99, Clemson in 2016. All right, question number two. Question number two. There have been seven head coaches to win a national championship with their alma mater. Is that too much or not enough? Uh, Too much. He says too much again is his answer. Let's find out. Is it not? Yeah. Incorrect. Uh, the answer is not enough. There have been 10. 10. Oh. Kirby Smart would have been the 11th, but his team choked. So they didn't win. Bunch of choking dogs. All right, question number three. Here we go. Too much or not, not enough. Play along as you listen to the show. Drew Brees is the eighth quarterback with multiple 80-plus yard touchdown passes in the playoffs. Is that too much or not enough? Did you say 80th or 8th? Uh, he's the 8th. 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 Not enough. Again, with not enough. He's very. He's got that answer down pat. Not enough. He's going to go with that. Is he right? No. It's in, uh, incorrect. Uh, the answer is too much. Drew Brees is only the fourth quarterback with multiple 80-yard touchdown passes in the postseason. John Elway, Brett Favre, and Daryl LaMonica are the others. All right, question number four. got to get these last two right, Robbie. Things have not gone well. You're no, ve- they haven't. I misunderstood the last question. You're yeah. very well. You're, I know. Blame, blame plausible deniability. That's a legal term. Uh, too much is your favorite answer. No, and, okay. But you don't have to change it, man. I mean, the next two could be too much. I don't know. All right, uh, here we go. Since drafting Ben Roethlisberger in 2004, the Steelers have a losing home record against four teams. Is that too much or not enough? Losing. All right. Too much. He's going no, with no, too no, much. Not enough. No, no. no. You, whether you want to stick with your original answer or you want to change it? Your original answer was too much. You want to stick with that or you want to change it? Uh, so four. <laughs> a lot too of much. He, he's going to go too much. Is it too much yeah. or not? I don't. I need the answer. Too much. All right. Too much. All right. He says too much again. He says that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. You got that right. It comes down to question five on Too Much or Not Enough. It's the Ben Maller Show. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Thank you. If you like the show, try the podcast. All right. Uh, here we go. Robbie the Mariner fan. Last one. Last one. Podcast, podcast on iTunes, by the way, and other places. Blake Bortles became the second quarterback to win a playoff game with more rushing yards than passing yards for the win. For the golden ticket, is that too much or not enough? Robbie, the Mariner fan, go ahead. So it would have to be more than two if it was too much? Or well, there's no push? Yeah, it would have to be more than two. Yeah. Uh, not enough. No. He's yeah. saying not enough. You want to stick with that? Uh, yeah, I'll go with it. That's a winner! <laughs> he got it right. He did too much for four of the questions and not enough at the end. It was enough to get the win. 
Uh, Blake Bortles is the uh, third quarterback to accomplish the feat. That joins uh, Michael Vick and Bob Greasy. You got yeah, the I'm win. Robbie, oh, yeah. good job by you. You're a winner. You get a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. Congratulations, man. Thank you, man. Uh, there he goes, Robbie. Good job by him. Very active. He's up for Tweeter of the Year, uh, which sounds dirty, but it's not. Uh, but we will, we'll get to Tinderoni Tips. We're going to go live on the Periscope app. Tinderoni Tips with Danny G in studio. In studio. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Robbie, the Mariner fan giving a victory speech, says that win in the game show earlier was an ugly win on too much enough, not enough, but he'll take it. And he said, eat a W. That was his his victory speech to eat a W, quoting Jameis Winston, who doesn't eat many W's, but he enjoys them when he does get them. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. You know what time it is. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Tin Tinderoni tips. In a bit of a dry spell. Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call. It is the seduction of romance. We will be uh, lovey-dovey here. Danny G making his way in the studio. It's uh, another weekly edition of Tinderoni Tips. We're back at it in 2018. You can check out the video on the Periscope app should have that on your phone already, and it's Eddie on FSR. If you would like to see Eddie's holding his camera right now. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Danny. There, make, make yourself comfortable. There you go. This is actual relationship dating advice. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Happy hump day. Yes. Happy hump day indeed. Uh, Manny in St. Paul begins the festivities here on Twitter. He says, what would you say are the biggest red flags when meeting a new woman you're not so sure uh, of. Yeah, what do you look for? Okay. Uh, how many teeth they have? Do they shower? Do they smell? What do you look for? Well, Flake, he's talking about online dating. So I would say, is she consistent in talking to you? So flaky. Number one, if she's flaky, Ben, yeah. big time uh, red flag. What if she says, uh, I'm I'm uh, seeing three or four men right now. She's not going to tell you that. <laughs> is she not going to tell you that? No, no she, her actions will tell you that. Her she's action, not. Yeah. She's not going to say that to you. Though. Well, yeah, you can kind of tell like she's yeah. she's available, right? Available. Right. Yeah. And then if she gets back to you, and then if she'll set up a date with you, because if she puts that off and yeah. puts it off and yeah. puts it off, big time red flag. All right, now Jared on Twitter writes this: "says I had a bad experience with my New Year's Eve date. Oh no, I hate that. Uh, she uh, was, happens a lot. She was sloppy, and fall, that's why falling all over the yeah. place and drinking too much. Should I have a second uh, thoughts about another uh, date? No, because no, that's sounds like one she and done. well, it sounds like she's fun. No, I'm saying no. You don't have second date, uh, second thoughts about the second date. Oh, okay, you should yeah. give her another try because she sounds fun. First of all." But, well, she could be an uh, amateur too, because New Year's Eve is a <laughs> night for amateurs. So maybe she's not really yeah, a drinker. Yeah, a lot right? of a lot of people have some sloppy moments on New Year's Eve. It's one of those holidays where there's couples fighting, too much drinking going on, and it's not a good holiday. It's not it's not a good day to go on a first date. Let me say that. 
No. Um, so yeah, well, so, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. That'd so now, if you take her out on a random Thursday coming up next week, and she does the same thing and drinks like a fish, then you got a big problem. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Keep it going. Cinderoni tips with Danny G. He's in the house. Mister Bills on Twitter. Uh, says my ten uh, part of the mafia. My ten year wedding anniversary is coming up next ah, Wednesday. How do I celebrate this nice. the right way? Well, you've come to the right place. An overnight sports radio show. <laughs> we have all the answers. Uh, I I recommend a nice romantic <laughs> meal made from stuff you get at the dollar store. Oh man, for ten kind of years. Processed box food. Ben, I know about the ten year thing because <laughs> he's done right. Ten years, look, you gotta, you're done for life, right? Well, 10 besides years. that, my friend Tito has been married to his girl for ten years. This was a few months ago. He celebrated, and I think it's tin or aluminum. Which sounds aluminum foil. There you go. <laughs> yes. Wrap yourself. Now I mean, that's no, no, Mr. You're something. Wrap Here's... yourself in aluminum foil. It's cheap, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure your wife uh, wouldn't be too impressed by that. But here's put a, what put here's a bow on it. Though. Here's what I would do, Mr. Cheapo Ben Mallard. <laughs> Get some tickets to the Bahamas or Hawaii. Oh, sure, that's, somewhere that's like, cheap. Yeah. Well, ten years. Come on, that's a landmark. I don't know that's how much a, money a... these guys got though? Who knows? Man. Well, come on, ten years. Go to the park. It's cheaper. Take well, take a nice gift and wrap it in aluminum foil. Ah, that's see, that's how you that's, that's how you do it right there. That's the move. All right, uh, Sean. On congratulations, Mister Bills. By the way, when you reach that ten year marker, your wife owns everything. You're done. It's <laughs> how, over. Where are you at? What's that? Where are you uh, at? On the... I've been married for coming up on five years, so wow. I'm about the midway point here. Coming up, not quite the summer. Five years. Uh, Sean, what about you? When are you getting married, Danny? When, when's that happening? Uh, nineteen never ninety nine. Really? Okay. Uh, Sean on Twitter <laughs> says, "I haven't had much luck on plenty of fish. Uh, how do I switch it up? Ah, wants well, to catch some new fish. Don't put all your condoms in one basket, Sean. No. <laughs> you got to go uh, Tinder." Tinder, plenty of fish, match.com, Christian single mingle, Jewish singles, ourtimes.com, Muslim singles, I don't know, whatever, yeah. any of them, uh, whatever, yeah. you know, all of them, you know, why not? Keep your options open. For sure. Get on yeah. like four different sites at the same time. There you go. All right. And thank you. Want to submit questions? Send them to Danny G. Yeah, you right? can even direct message at Danny G Radio. There you go. He's not bougie. He doesn't block those messages, right? Yeah. It's all about Bill. As in Bill Belichick, he continues to be the topic du jour in the NFL. Is he staying? Is he going? What's the real deal? Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. With John Gruden now implanted in Oakland, the Patriots, will they be looking for a coach soon enough? Now, the Patriots expected to barbecue the Titans this weekend, a massive favorite. Patriots favored by 13.5. That line has stayed about the same since it opened up at 13.5. There's been no real movement. In fact, if you look at the point spreads in the NFL, there's only been a small, small movement early in the week. The The only line that has really shifted has been the Minnesota-New Orleans game. Minnesota opened a three-and-a-half point favorite in that game, and last I checked at the MGM in Vegas and at William Hill in Nevada and elsewhere, 
Uh, the Vikings are a four-point favorite, so that's gone up a half a point. That's the game on Fox. But the other games have stayed the same. The pa- Patriots, I uh, mentioned them, 13.5-point favorite still. Uh, you can get it 13 some places, but 13.5. The Atlanta Falcons continuing to be a three-point road favorite in Philadelphia. And Pittsburgh still sa- favored by 7.5 over Jacksonville. So, uh, with that as the backdrop, much of the chatter continues to center on the reported rift, the chasm between Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and Robert Kraft. And they have all made statements, all of them, over the last handful of days here, that the tabloids continue to be obsessed with what it would take to poach Bill Belichick away from the Patriots. It's a real brain bender. Uh, One NFL executive, according to one of the tabloids in New York, saying that the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, would not trade Bill Belichick for anything less than not one, not two, but three first-round draft picks for Bill Belichick. So I wanted to talk about this and engage in some conversation. For the purposes of our little chat here, the Maller monologue, let's assume that that is true. Let's assume that is true. Let's let's make you Bob Kraft. You're the Patriots owner. You've got a yacht. Uh, you've got uh, parties in the Hamptons to go to. You hang out with Hollywood people. You're a socialite. You're a big-time socialite. you got the private jet. you got the luxury hotels, hobnobbing with celebrities, the whole package, the whole thing. Uh, so you get the point there. Uh, would you, here's the question, would you trade Bill Belichick for three first-round picks? Absolutely not. The only way I would do that is if Bill Belichick said, I hate you. I will do nothing to help this franchise. I will, I'll be like other people here and commit insubordination. So you have to get rid of me. That's the only way I would do it. If Belichick's willing to do the work and is, is willing to continue on, then no way do you trade him. You don't make a preemptive strike with Bill Belichick. You do not do it. My thoughts on this, you've got wishful thinking, fool's gold, fool's gold, perception versus reality, and a therapist. But before we break all that down, let's hear from Bill Belichick, who attempted to shift the conversation. Belichick trying to shift the conversation. You know his his shtick when the Patriots have a game coming up. You know what he does. Here's Belichick trying to move the needle the other direction. Dealt with uh, some non-Tennessee subjects here over the last few days. Uh, this At this point, I'm all in on Tennessee, so I'll answer any questions about the Titans. That's it. <laughs> All right, so that did not stop some of the Boston media guys from attempting, and girls, uh, from attempting to, you know, poke the bear, if you will, here. Uh, and uh, did Bill Belichick take the bait? Let's find out. Did he take the bait? Preparing for Tennessee, did you address any of those non-Tennessee subjects? And if so, did you speak to your team about how to view those reports? Yeah, we're on Tennessee. <laughs> you didn't answer the question. What the hell? You didn't answer the question. All right, but anyway, here we go. Let's dig into this. You ready? All right, here we go. Uh, Number one, Bill Belichick has multiple years left on his contract. If that is true, it's what we're told. Who knows? He's not a free agent. So Belichick would have to ask to leave the Patriots. Is it possible that Belichick would say, I want out of New England? Absolutely. Is it likely? Despite the drama, I say no. Belichick is a 65-year-old guy. He has been living in that area since the year 2000. He got hired as Patriot coach when he was 48 years old. Do you really want to toss your life upside down, pack up, and start over? 
Start over. It's age 65 going on 66. Maybe he does. Uh, aside from that, th- there, there's a lot of wishful thinking going on, specifically in the New York media. The tabloids there, uh, this particular NFL writer, Gary Myers, who wrote the story, is clearly compromised. He's in the business of selling newspapers. He's in the business of selling newspapers. Now, n- the second part of this, if the Patriots end up being boxed into a corner of having to trade Bill Belichick, even for three first-round picks, it would not be enough value in return. Now, some of the guys in Boston are like, oh, I'd make the trade, three first-round picks. It is a long shot that the Giants would even do that kind of a trade. The biggest bounty ever paid out for an NFL head coach. You know who got the most in return? The most goodies uh, in return, as they say? Uh, That would be back in 2002 when Chucky boy, John Gruden, was sent from the uh, Raiders to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a big effing deal, Mark Davis. I would say yes, absolutely. He had two first-round picks. Uh, That was the transaction there. Tampa Bay sent the Raiders two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and $8 million. This is a big effing deal. Absolutely. Now, a couple years before that, the Patriots traded a first-round pick to get Bill Belichick from the Jets. So that was how much Belichick was worth. Uh, that was, uh, what was that? I think it was 19 uh, or 2000, the year 2000. And, you know, we're going back a million years here, but the, the Patriots also were involved in a trade with another coach, Bill Parcells. And, and that was with the Jets also. If you're an old fart, you remember that. The Patriots traded a third and a fourth round pick to get Parcells uh, to the Jets, to the Jets, uh, the Bill Parcells trade. So anyway, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, the point of this is I don't believe that three first-round picks would be enough. I don't think the Patriots would get three first-round picks. And my position is that Belichick is more valuable than any draft pick compensation. Uh, now, a lot of the Patriots' success is Tom Brady, but the continual turnover of the defense, the skill positions around Tom Brady, the offensive line, tells you that Bill Belichick knows something, that he's whether he's a tactical genius or not, picking players – He's been really good at. He's he's done well here. He's had a knack for finding guys, and many of them off the scrap heap by NFL standards, not your blue chip first round picks. He's found mid round picks. He's found players released by other teams, and they've had good success. Not all of them, but a lot. You know, it's the old coachability versus paper. You know, stats and all that 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 go through, uh, and, and all the other cliches we use around the NFL draft. Now, my the, the premise of avoiding draft picks anyway, first-round picks if you were to trade Belichick, they're scratcher tickets, right? It's fool's gold. The NFL draft is fool's gold. On the surface, it sounds wonderful because if you got all those draft picks, if you traded Belichick, if you didn't want to be there, you would fortify your roster, you'd upgrade your talent for the next decade. But the problem is if you get rid of Belichick, if you're the Patriots, you are going to end up having to hire somebody else to pick the players, and that would likely be Josh McDaniels. At this point, and how that how would that work out? He's the guy in Denver that blew up in a couple of years, picked Tim Tebow. Uh, and remember, perception versus reality. Perception is the Patriots would get all these stud draft picks that would set the franchise up for years and years to come. The reality is that you'd get some guys built like Adonis, and a lot of them wouldn't be able to play because the hit rate 
the success rate on first-round draft picks is not nearly as high as the common man thinks the hit rate is for first-round draft picks. You are much more likely to get a bust than you are a player that's going to be there for the next decade. That's just the way it is. And the the last thing here, now we're, we're spitballing on what is really going on here, what's the, the real story is. Uh, but if I'm Robert Kraft, what I do is I don't trade anybody and I hire a really good shrink. I hire a therapist and I figure out how to, to make these guys all get along. If there really is this chasm uh, and that these things are actually being leaked by someone, then I try to save it, try to fix it. That's what I would try to do. Now, Tom Brady also appeared on his weekly radio show with Kirk and Callahan on WEI, and uh, he also attempted to poo-poo the story from last week. It's just such a poor characterization of anything. I've never in 18 years ever celebrated when someone's been traded, you know, been cut. I I would say that's disappointing, you know, to hear that someone would express that or a writer would express that because it's, it's so far from what my beliefs are about my teammates. That, well, he believes in his team. He does. We'll find out when that Facebook show hits the social network. Can't wait for that. Boy, that's – is that going to be better than the toys that made us? Because the toys that made us is really good. Like, the toys that made us is – man. I'm going to go back and watch that again this weekend. That's what I'm going to do. When I'm not watching football, that's what I'll be checking out. I'll be, uh, yeah, I'll be studying up on Star Wars, Barbie, He-Man, and G.I. Joe. That is what I will – I will study up for. Uh, we have a new coach. I'm pivot away from Belichick. We have a new coach in the NFL, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy is the head. I don't know who he who? is. I don't know who he is. He's Never the, heard of. Apparently, him. the head coach of the Chicago Bears, but not for long. And uh, he's doing something now. What are you doing now that you've become the head coach of the Chicago Bears? What's what's your move here? This is uh, truly an honor. It's special. Yeah. Really, it's a dream, yeah. and uh, I'm still pinching myself. Really? Wow. Where do you think he pinches himself? Personal question. Uh, here's more from Matt. <laughs> here's more from Matt Nagy, the new coach of the Chicago Bears, but probably not for long. And he's trying to he's trying to bond with the natives, is what he's trying to do. I thought I was going to get real emotional up here, but you know what? This is why we do what we do. I love y'all. Go Bears. Yeah. Is it Dub Bears? Yeah. Right. Uh, Dub Bears. Oh boy. All right. Good. Yeah. Is that? Is that in the same category with Herm Edwards not knowing what a sun devil is and all that? Is that the uh, – remember my man Herm gave a lecture to the reporter? I got it all over me. The, the whole uh, the, the whole devil deal, yeah. All right, so the Ben Malvo, well, good luck to Nagy. He gets the 30-day package where we will forget all of his sins for 30 days and then we will kill him after 30 days. That's typically how that works with new coaches. Uh, that's the standard package that we offer to coaches. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. It's, uh, right over right here. Over there. Right over here. Yeah. Uh, so I, I mentioned the Consumer Electronics Show. Yes, you did. In Vegas, there's a 146-inch TV, which will be coming to, well, not really, you won't be able to afford it, but it'll be available if you want it. Uh, and it changes sizes. It's called The Wall. I mentioned that earlier, but now here's a story that can really connect with the listener, Eddie, and it also involves the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas in an effort to get business. The Sapphire Strip Club in Vegas has decided to go above and beyond the call of duty. What does that mean? Well, what they've done here, Eddie, 
is they have flown in from the UK robot strippers. That's right. The UK, huh? Yes. Apparently the UK is ahead of us. They have robot strippers there. And That's they have, a bad job by us. They have flown these uh, dancing robots to Las Vegas, and they they were announcing this, so they wanted the attendees of the the big convention in town to come to their club. If I were into computer, I would pimp slap you. <laughs> but apparently, this has not gone over well, Eddie. The, the uh, robots. With, with are, who? Who is? Well, not the people the... that have gone there, they're not that impressed. They're, they don't think the the dancing robot. They don't get all aroused watching a robot dance on a stripper pole. I understand. You know what I'm saying? You know, I say that, and I imagine the guy turning on the radio saying, I want to hear some hot sports talk, and uh, there's a dancer, uh, you know, robot dancing around a stripper pole. Fool. Yeah, but the, the intention was that the robot strippers would attract a, a large, door, diverse crowd, and apparently that is not, apparently that's not gone on well. So it's not exactly that. I saw a video, though. I saw a little video clip of the robot mm-hmm. attempting to uh, to shake its robot curves on the-, uh, on your, the- your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you, I'm not attracted to robots, Eddie. Does that make me a bad person? Yes. I know we live in these new uh, nuanced times here, but I'm not, uh, I'm not into it, man. I got to tell you. Does that make me a bad person, Eddie? Then I'm not, it does, uh, yeah. Loser. The funniest thing about this video, and I'll try to find a clip I can- I can send out because that's just what I want to put on my social media. But the the robot's trying to kind of you know make out with the pole strip club, and then there's like a professional female stripper, I think female, and she's you know she's like halfway up the stripper pole, doing her thing, you know, shaking what her mama gave her, and it's so funny because you got this robot and it's got like a camera head. The robot's got a camera. <laughs> that's the you, best part. Did you see it, Coop? You saw I, it, right? I'm looking at it right yeah, now. You watching the same video I'm watching here? I, it's I, like a 15-second clip of the robot dancing. I'm looking at still shots. I don't oh, okay. see a video. Yeah, there's a little video uh, in, this, in the story that I have here, and it's so funny because the robot's like got its – it's kind of <laughs> – I don't know what we can – I'm describing a robot, so I can say whatever I want, right? The robot's gr- – it's kind of grinding its legs into the stripper pole, and then behind is the, the female. She's really like she, – she's a pro. You know, so the robot stripper has to get to that level, you know, right? <laughs> it's just, it's just marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. Is that not great? Come on, you want to go to Vegas right now, Coop, to see the robot stripper, don't you? Oh my God, it's so. Uh, so I found the video. <laughs> All right, you found. So you're what? looking at the same video I'm looking at, right? The, the is it the clip? One, where they where they re- reveal it at first, like like the the. Sh- no, no, oh. it's not that one. Okay, so no, I'm no, looking no, at no. one where the actual strippers. Are pulling off like are like pulling down the curtains to reveal the robot, <laughs> the big, <laughs> the big reveal, the big, yeah, the big and then reveal. You can hear the people uh, in the strip club with these just like half-hearted, like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you're going to the ballet, you want to see ballet. You don't want to see that. That's not what you're looking for when you go to the ballet. You want to see professionals. I mean that. Can you imagine, think of that about you know in the world from you know twenty years from now, strippers are going to lose their jobs to robots. They got to they, they got <laughs> to figure out the the proper scent. The robot, the, the robots, robots got to have the proper. Well, yeah, and uh, you know you, you, the robots going to wear like the thong. You know, take you got to have the, re, the you got to take the thing off. There. I have a satin nightgown well, that, on. That'll work also. I mean, you can, you can do that, but. Uh, Oh, that's uh, that's great. I saw her boobs. Now I'm a believer. <laughs> Calm down, cowboy. Calm down. I know you're excited, but it's uh, it's okay. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. If you would like to be part, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. 
And I would say this is the number one good luck charm in the NFL, possibly ever in the NFL. You get a whole lot by doing very little. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. You can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of The Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook post about the show. Tell your friends and family and help us get new listeners. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, Eddie, here's some interesting news that has broken overnight out of Seattle. Apparently the Seattle Seahawks have, there's a report, have uh, parted ways with their offensive coordinator. Uh, Daryl Bevel. <gasps> Daryl Bevel is out, uh, according to a report out of uh, Seattle here. Uh, Bevel removed his offensive coordinator after seven seasons. Uh, unconfirmed by the team yet, but hey, they won't be in the office for a while. It's the middle of the night. Uh, I think Marshawn Lynch's mom will be happy about uh, that, wasn't Rich, Richard was Sherman Richard will be very happy. Yeah. Uh, Sherman will be have a party, right? Dance on the grave there. I think he'll be in on that. And a number of other people. So uh, will, will they try to fight Carolina for Norvell Turner? Is that what Pete Carroll will say? Uh, no, I want Norv Turner. No, you can't have Norv. We got an opening now. Poop fest. <laughs> All right, so uh, that he he's he the fall guy for Seattle not making the playoffs. Daryl Bevel, if this is accurate, that they did have him out as the offense. Oh, there's no question. Yeah. All right, we'll keep an eye on that uh, that story. Also, get to the good luck charm of the NFL. Right now, we say hello to our good luck charm. No condom, Carl. No condom, Who? Carl. There he is, right there, Carl. In match up against the hard one here. What's going on? No condom, Carl. Good morning. Hey, uh, Ben, do you know the difference between the male and female robot strippers? Uh, well, I'm looking at the video here. Well, I, I know you've got a joke, so I won't interfere. Go ahead. Well, I, I don't know, you know the difference. Ben, yeah. the, female, the female strippers bring a very large data package to the program, and the male strippers have huge hard drives. <laughs> oh come on! One of these robot Kubaloop, The video I tweeted out. They look like the the robots got robot boobs. Am I correct in that, or is that wearing like a robot bra? Brother. I can't. Uh, I mean, it's it's hard it's, to tell. It's dark there's no, in there. There's no detail. I mean, they're like they're more like <laughs> just lumps. We don't we don't need detail. Wow. We don't need it. No, no. It's no, like no. it's like Barbie. If you watch that uh, the toys that made us on Barbie, they they point out that they had to adjust Barbie because people could not handle. Uh, nipples on Barbie. Yeah, speak yeah. for yourself, no condom, Carl. I want nipples on my stripper robots. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, mean, I, um, I, I pointed out, Carl, that with all these lawsuits coming down and everyone's just suing everyone and all that, you know, the NFL should hire these robots as cheerleaders in 2018, right? Wouldn't that be? Now, what are the, it's like, aren't there like four teams that don't have cheerleaders? I like the Giants, yeah. the Packers. There's like a hammer. They should hire robots as cheerleaders, right? How cool would oh that be? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, that that would be uh, just uh, forget it. Well, no, you got to see uh, you got to see this yeah. video though, Carl. Carl, no, serious. It's a, the funniest thing is the robot trying to grind into the stripper pole, and then the stripper behind, like the professional stripper doing her thing. You know, it's it's hilarious. Ben, but yes, yes. Ben, what? I'm driving. Ben, I'm driving. Please, All I right, don't want to hit a pole. Uh, well, I don't want to hit well, a pole. She, uh, they but both ben, hit, they both hit the pole. I don't know what you want from me. Yes. Why I'm calling here, number one, you're missing the boat on uh, LeVar Ball. He's not a Kardashian. He's more of the P.T. Barnum, Vince McMahon of his day, because how did they get to where they are? They were outrageous in what they did. But 
my big question is, yeah. when are you starting the promos for Super Bowl week, Ben Maller's overnight extravaganza? Yeah. I, I, I'm assuming you went to management afterwards, you know, you pitched this to them. No. Well, of course. Listen, they, they, they said the show's an enormous success. We absolutely love you, Ben. You're amazing. Ben, you're missing the boat uh, here. You're, you're missing the boat. A wonderful, authentic, unique, all that. And then they laughed at me. True car. Yeah. Geico. That's right. sleep number. That's all we need. They'll all sponsor you. Yeah. I'll With s- the money you're saving on True Car and Geico Insurance, you can get the sleep number bed <laughs> yeah. so you can there and enjoy listening to Ben Maller in the overnight uh, well, extravaganza. That's remarkable. That You're making deals is what you're doing. That ben is, Maller. I like that. Uh, all right, uh, you know, Connor. Thank you. Uh, they, you know, they're not doing it. They, they, uh, they love the show. They say it's very successful, and uh, we're dependable here. Um, but Miller, let's play the right jingle, okay? It's 2018. <laughs> have to play the strange, odd jingle. You can play ben the right. Jingle. We'll get to the good luck charm uh, of that. We have also have a caller of the year, a former caller of the year, hanging out in the bullpen. We'll get to all that. Uh, but first, Eddie Garcia is here. We're going to play Password as well. So if you want to play Password, start calling for Password. Right now, though, Eddie is going to give you the latest. Well, Ben, we start with news from the NFL. The Oakland Raiders introducing John Gruden as their new head coach for the second time in his career. Of course, he had coached the Silver and Black from 1998 to 2001, finished with a record of 38-26 and 26 and was 2-2. Two and two. In the postseason, Carolina Panthers fired offensive coordinator Mike Shula and quarterbacks coach Ken Dorsey. Mike Pettin's reportedly going to be the new defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. You may or may not remember him as the head coach of the Cleveland yeah, Browns he's, briefly. He, this will get people to remember him. His daughter like ripped the Browns on Twitter when he was interviewing for the job. She was upset that he was coaching the Browns. Yeah, I don't think that's going to help people remember. Uh, and that's the Kansas, how I remember. Kansas City Chiefs reportedly promoting running backs coach Eric Bieniemy to offensive coordinator. Remember him? He was a running back with the yeah. Colorado Buffaloes back in the day. Played with the Chargers, too, didn't he, in the NFL? Briefly in the yeah. NFL, but uh, was a pretty coffee. good college uh, football yeah. player. All right. Speaking of college, how about college basketball? We had three of the top five teams in the country in action, and a couple of them had close calls. Number two, West Virginia gets by Baylor 57-54. Third-ranked Virginia beats Syracuse 68-61, and number five, Purdue slips by Michigan on the road 70 to 69. Now, you sure they really slip by and they didn't squeak, run by? Squeak Might have by. run by. I don't Edged know if they slipped by. Squeak by. How about they leapt, they leapt over? They, they leaped over. No, just no? squeak by, right? This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you know the exact price you'll pay before you buy your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, back to the NFL where yeah. Atlanta Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan missed practice yesterday what, for an undisclosed personal oh, matter. No. Oh, no, he's being arrested. Undisclosed oh, personal right. matter. Right. Uh, any insight into what this undisclosed personal matter could have been? I believe, Eddie, he had diarrhea like Ben Bishop in the Stanley Cup Finals a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah, He had the runs. That did not happen. That did happen. I wouldn't you? It. Wouldn't if that was the case, you would just say it was a medical issue and not a personal matter. It's a personal issue. He's got to be in the bathroom for a while. Got a bond with the throne. All right. Uh, we're I, was, to you. I wasn't as good as I was, thought it was going to be. We're coming to you from the Geico. I'm sorry to let you down. We're coming to you well, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more 
on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. If I could afford them any, I would buy you big baller brand shoes is what I would do. I can't afford them. Well, they wouldn't show up or they'd be the wrong size. No, no. If I I had that kind of big baller money, I would do that. No refund policy as well. It's the best kind of policy. It's the way you should do it. Not if you're a customer, it isn't. I go into many stores. All sales are final. They said that sign there. That's the big baller brand motto. No, All sales are final. That's a great uh, company that has that stuff. Yeah. You know who the good luck charm of the NFL is? You don't. Uh, this guy played college football at Boston College. He was an undrafted free agent, and he is now the good luck charm of the NFL. He's also created quite a nice vagabond career. He has been part of, I believe he's been part of, four different NFL teams this year. Uh, his name is Kasim Edabali. I believe that's how you pronounce the name. He's a linebacker at Who? Boston College. Kasim Never heard of him. Number 58. Uh, he's, well, he's worn eight different numbers. Uh, but he's an outside linebacker. Have you heard this story? This is a wonderful story. I've not heard this This story. reminds me of when I was a kid. This used to happen to baseball players. So this linebacker, free agent linebacker, Kasim Edabali, he signed on December 20th, he signed with the Rams. The Rams played at Tennessee four days after he signed. Now, he was inactive against the Titans, but the Rams that day clinched the playoff spot. They won the NFC West title, and Ed Abali got to celebrate in the locker room. He was given a cap, and he got to have a little celebration in the locker room. He was part of an NFC West championship team. He'd been there for four days. Well, the Rams cut this guy a few days later. December 27th, they cut him. So he was with the Rams for a week. He got to celebrate the NFC West title. He got released. The next day, the New Orleans Saints signed Ed Abali, right, December 28th. The Saints then played at Tampa Bay on New Year's Eve. Again, this guy was inactive against the Buccaneers, but New Orleans won the NFC South that day, and Ed Abali got to celebrate as an NFC South champion. He got a cap. He got to hang out in the locker room and all. So in from December 20th to December 31st, he was in the locker room celebrating an NFC West championship and an NFC South championship. He didn't play in any of the games. How great is that? That's pretty cool. That's a neat thing. That reminds me of when we, you know, before my time, Eddie, but I, I heard stories. Don Baylor. Used to, uh, like every, he was like the good luck charm. In it. May he and rest in peace. The late, I can't believe he's gone. But, I know, me too. Yeah, but uh, Don Baylor, he, like every year it seemed for a few years back in the 80s, I'm told that he, before my time, he would appear in a uh, playoff teams. Like he'd go from team to team to team. It was like the uh, Yankees, the Red Sox, the uh, the Twins, the A's, all these teams. And they'd make the playoffs. So anyway. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox. And uh, who do we have? Oh, Blind Scott, former caller of the year. Blind Scott in Boston is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Blind Scott. Hey, let me tell you something. You know, Bob Kraft, he bought a Boeing airliner this year. And uh, Roger Goodell, he was requesting a Boeing airliner. And uh, Boeing sold 800 airplanes last year. They delivered them. They back-ordered 912. You know, this company, Boeing, everybody wants an airplane now. This is what's driving our country. It's driving the Dow to record highs. It's not anything else. It's Boeing. Boeing is going to pick everybody up in this country this year. It's going to double the stock price. It's amazing how many people are getting on these Boeings, too. Are you trying to get people to buy Boeing stock? I mean, you've got to at least hide it. Blind Scott, how much Boeing stock did you buy, Blind Scott? Nobody on this show could afford Boeing stock. I got 20 shares. 
How much? It's got a point. What, what about now the the buy in? How much is like? I think Tesla. Tesla's already expensive. What is Tesla like? Three hundred bucks a share or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but that's not real though. Tesla's it's fake. No, Nobody it's not buys. fake. No, people are buying Tesla's the future, man. They're buying like fifty thousand a year though, and they're blowing all their money. I mean, it is the future, but that's a cash burn right now. You know, you got to buy. Matter. You buy it for the you buy and hold for the future, man. That's the move. You don't buy Google. Google's no, oh, please. You buy Google and Amazon. You don't buy Tesla. Tesla will cut in half at, at a heartbeat. Turn that to the, uh, the Fox Business Look, Channel and oh. CNBC. Yes. Hey, you know, one other thing, too. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, who cares if they have problems? You know, we're, we're the Patriots. We get those draft picks. We just get a new coach. Uh, some other bum comes in. But Bill's not going anywhere. Both his kids work in the organization. You know what I mean? This is uh, Bob Kraft. He's going to pass away soon, you know, and uh, everything will be just fine. <laughs> How do you know he's going to pass away soon? What Are you doing the math on that, the average life expectancy? What? Yeah, he drinks so much. He's in his 80s. You know, he's out like at 11 o'clock on Saturday nights. He gets these hot broads. You know, one day he's going to be getting a massage, and he's just going to have a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? Uh, very positive. And, it's a good uh, way to go, though. Yeah, it's a, yeah, hey, why not? You're doing what you love. You're getting a massage. Yeah, uh, the snow is still kicking my ass. I started smoking cigarettes again. And, you know, I get, so out, I get outraged in here at the radio. Somebody said something on the radio, and I think something's the matter with me because it drives me through the roof. But then I realized it's snow around here. It's not my mental health, you know? No, I understand. I, I understand. Well, uh, hang in there, and it's supposed to, the weather's going to warm up this week in Boston. It's so. going to be break to 57 tomorrow. I'll be at the beach. Me and Kramer will be down at the beach. <laughs> yeah, saying, yes. I'm beautiful. single now, you know? I got all these different ladies now. I'm dating two girls named Michelle, you know? It's just, uh, oh, that's it's good, see. Good. If you're going to date two women, you want them to have the same name. It makes it much easier, much more convenient. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, what, uh, yeah, what happened? Did you ever get back on the radio? Oh, in Boston? Well, I had some technical issues. I'm trying to work them out. Hopefully tonight. If not, uh, we'll definitely be back next week. But there's some uh, engineering right, issues uh, there. I'll let you know, Blind Scott. I'll tweet it out. I'll let you know. All right, there he yeah. goes, uh, Blind Scott. Uh, smoking cigarettes. That's great for his uh, his health there. So, uh, and buying stock in Boeing. <laughs> he's... he's he really hides it well, though. You don't yeah, know. I, you don't I, know what I investments. No what he's trying to do. That. Yeah, for those, uh, Robert Kraft is not yet. Well, his listed age is seventy-six. You think that's his real age, or you think he's actually older? What is he? Uh, a baseball player from the Dominican? Yeah, I think it's his real age. They could lie about it. How old's Jerry Jones really? Like his real age? I I don't know. I think whatever his listed age is is probably. Oh, come on, Eddie. Don't you have any cynicism in your body? What's wrong with you? With NFL owners? Yes. No. Why, yes. Did, why would they lie about their age? A lot of people lie about their age. They twist numbers around. Do you around lie about your age? Yes, well, all the time. I'm much younger than I say I am. Uh, I lie. I want to be older. I want to be a cool person. I want to have more credibility. I, well, you call yourself an old man I don't even. Radio. I don't even need these glasses, Eddie, these reading glasses. I don't even need them. These are all for show because so, people with glasses well, get more respect. makes sense on radio, yeah. Exactly. Right. Password. It is the word game of the stars. Password. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah. And we will do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page at facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We're going to get the password here in a moment. Strip Club John, robot strippers, yes or no, Strip Club John in Cleveland. Well, now listen, here's the robots are passe, but holograms could be the wave of the future. You can't touch them, though. 
Yeah, but but, but they can to still him now. perform on the stage. Your stage performance, though. Yeah, but if you toss dollar bills at them, what uh, you know? What do you? You can't. They can't catch I'm them. Telling. Yeah. Well, it's a combination of both. But the the the, 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 the no one like like Coop said, there's no nips on them. Nothing. I mean, nothing's yeah. going on. Yeah, these are pretty weak, man. I, yeah. yeah, you guys got to do better. All right, John. Yeah, we don't. Have, we're out of. T- I love you, John. Call back uh, next time. We'll give you All more right, time. Buddy, All no right, be good. No uh, strip club, John, our buddy in Cleveland. I got to get the the lowdown on that parade. Let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it. Yeah, that's, that's... attention, everyone. And the password is password. You idiot. Password. The word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. And away we go on Password. Let's meet our contestants for this week's edition of Password. And we have, let's see here, Dwayne in Virginia Beach. Hello, Dwayne. Hello, Ben. How are you doing? Welcome in, Dwayne. Good morning to you. You ready to do this? Yes, sir. All right. Dwayne, Dwayne what do you do in Virginia Beach? I uh, run a, a trucking company. Oh, nice, man. Very cool. How's that going for you? Uh so far, so good. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, hold on a sec, Dwayne. And uh, you will be going against, let's see here, we'll have Mike in Minnesota. Hello, Mike. How's it going, Ben? Welcome in, Mike. You're going against this guy, Dwayne. What do you do in Minnesota, Mike? I do demolition, Ben. You're the demo guy. That's right. You blow stuff up. You blow crap up. You like? I like that. All right. Very. There, there's some of his work. Kaboom. Hey, Mike, can you blow Weed Man Hippie up? Can you do that? Oh, I can blow Weed Man Hippie up easily. Yeah, all right. Hey, Weed Man, that guy can blow you up, Weed Man. He can, uh, you know, just two sticks of dynamite. There you go. Oh, he's not even listening. All right, <laughs> he's not even listening. Oh, he always complains. You don't come back to me. You don't love me. We go back to him. He did that. He's not there. All right, Dwayne, who do you want to partner up with, Dwayne? No, I'll take you, Ben. All right, good job by you. And, uh, Mike, who do you want to partner up with? Well, I'll go with Eddie. All right. You don't sound excited about that. I can't blame you. All right. Uh, so here we go. Let's get started. All right, gentlemen. Classic matchup. Dwayne and Ben versus Mike and Eddie. Ten words on the board. Each are worth ten points for every incorrect guess. We take a point away. All right, Dwayne, you are on the line first. Pick a number one through ten. Uh, five. Five. Okay, Ben, number five. All right. Uh, here we go, Dwayne. And, and now, do you know the rules of password? I don't want to. Well, yesterday we played a game and it did not go so well because the guy didn't know how to play. Do you know how to play? Yes? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, very good. Uh, let's go with impale. Stab. No. All right. All right, Mike. Uh, Ben's word was impale. You don't have to. Say that. My password to you is ear. Tears. That's correct. Wow. So I should get half credit on that because you wouldn't have gotten it if you said that's, ear. Uh, sorry, that's not how the game well, goes. Well, if you said ear, wouldn't have, you wouldn't have gotten it if you had said ear. I know, but that's not how the game's played. Sorry. All right. Uh, Mike, one through four or six through ten? Pick a number. Uh, we'll take number one. All right, Eddie, number one. Very number, difficult, Eddie. I don't one. know how you'll get this. My goodness. Uh, the password is frozen. Now he's not going to get Maybe it. it's not that easy. All right. He should have used the uh, the reverse Maller maneuver. Okay, we need a guess from you. All right. Mike, the word is password is frozen. Dude. What's that? All right, he doesn't have it. Uh, he doesn't have it. Mike, are you there? 
I'm there. Okay, you, have no, you have no answer? Or he doesn't what? have an, You want to wait for 50 minutes for him I'm to give an I'm answer? Making sure he he's on the answer. phone. The man doesn't have an answer. Ice, he said. He didn't say that. That's yes, a lie. He, he never said that. Oh my, he, he never said that. Man, you guys, he never said. You guys you waited were too 20 busy minutes. Screaming. You couldn't he hear him. He, here's what he did. That's what he did. That's man. the that's the replay of what he did. Ben, he you, said Again, ice. you guys are cheating at no, these games not. in 2018. He didn't have an answer. Go back and he, listen to the he podcast. He was clearly cheating. He was clearly Coop, cheating. Did he say ice? He was clearly cheating. I heard ice. He was all clearly. Right, you're 10. all a bunch of che- I'm playing ten. on a protest. 19 to nothing. I play, I, that's not the way the game works. Let's wait 20 minutes for the guy to Google an answer. That's not the design of the game. He needed to Google Frozen? Yes. He didn't have an answer. Here's what he did. That's what he did. That's his answer. And you morons, you sat there and waited for him to look up the answer. You went from saying it was so simple to saying he Googled it? It was simple. I'm not saying he's that bright. But you guys had to wait for him to Google the answer. 19 nothing. Good guys. Embarrassing. All right. Dwayne and Ben. Now, Dwayne, I'm going to wait 30 minutes, so cheat and look up the answer on this one, Dwayne. Take all the time you want. Take as much time as you want, Dwayne. Go ahead. Two through four or six through ten, Dwayne. Uh, Eight. Eight. Word number eight. All right. Uh, Let's go with, hmm. Let's see here. Uh, La, 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 la. Uh, let's go with goatee. Beard. Yeah, good job by you. You didn't need to cheat. You didn't need to look it up like Mike did over there. And uh, we are on the board. You can put it on the board. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see, Mike. Uh, two, three, four, six, seven, or nine, or ten? We'll go with number two. Number what? Two. Two. Number two. See, that's what the issue was, Ben. His phone was breaking yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The issue is you waited 20 minutes for His the answer. His phone that's was the issue. breaking up. Yeah. All right, uh, Mike. 25 minutes you waited. The password is... Hmm, let's see here. Oh, take take your time, Eddie. The password is untamed. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wild. That's correct. Eddie, you said two words. No, I didn't. I said oh, untamed. That's one word. I don't know. I don't what do you mean you don't that. know? Are you an idiot? Untamed? That might be two words. That might be two words. All right, keep it going. Go ahead. Pick, an- pick oh another. God, Go ahead, Dwayne. Seconds. Pick another number. Go ahead, Dwayne. You know why we have 30 seconds? You gave that guy 30 minutes to answer It doesn't matter. We're killing you. I am playing. This is at, You know what, 29 to 10. I'm, it's a blowout. I'm giving you a golden ticket, Dwayne, because these guys oh, cheated. They oh. waited 35 no, minutes. that's 35 minutes. Right, sure I, 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 I give out the golden ticket. Mike Dwayne, gets the golden ticket. You get for a golden real ticket. golden ticket. Fraudulent golden you, ticket. You, you Mike, wrong. you are the Dwayne. winner, Mike. You Good job, Mike. You got screwed, Dwayne. Mike ticket for Mike. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.